The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. You can paint this with purple. Now live from the Pirate Radio studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Hi, welcome in to a Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here inside the Pirate Radio studios. We are coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930. We are live online, PR927FM.com and... You can watch the show on Facebook Live and on YouTube. Subscribe to Pirate Radio TV on YouTube. And you can watch uh, a lot of great videos, including this show, The Brian Bailey Show, and uh, a whole lot more goodies there for you. So subscribe and be a subscriber at Pirate Radio TV. All right, we got uh, a lot of basketball talk to get to today. Once again, we're on an ECU Athletics hiatus with football being off until the December 27th, the Military Bowl basketball being off from last Tuesday to this Friday. Women's basketball off last Monday to this Thursday. So a good time to catch up with the basketball coaches for the Pirates. Joe Dooley will join us coming up at 5 o'clock on today's program. We will hear what he has to say about the team so far, the season so far, looking ahead to Liberty. How are the Pirates health-wise? Last time we saw them on the court, Alonzo Frank did not play. Brandon Suggs didn't play in the second half. Luigi DeBeau was out due to a death in the family. So where are we at when it comes to those guys? What is the latest on Winston Tabs and the possibility of seeing him play this season? We'll get into all of that with Joe Dooley coming up at 5 o'clock. And then you got Kim McNeil's Pirates sitting at 500 on the year. Very good at home. Still trying to figure out a way to win on the road. We'll talk about the home road splits for East Carolina because they'll be back on the road this Thursday. And we'll talk to Kim McNeil about that coming up at 4 o'clock. So some good basketball talk coming up on this Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We'll dive into some football talk as well. Obviously, Brian Bailey will join us at 3.30. We'll talk to the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau, at around 4.30 on today's show. And uh, recap rough and rowdy as Nadeau went the distance but did not get the decision against Jersey Jerry on Friday night. We'll talk about that. Also, uh, what he likes tonight in college basketball. We'll look at some bowl games, talk some Pirates and more coming up in the uh, second hour. So, Bailey, Kim McNeil, Jeff Nadeau, Joe Dooley, uh, you, us, we're all a part of it on this Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Oh, yeah, treasure chest. You probably want to hear about that, right? How about we'll open it up two times today on Pirate Radio Live. Once in our traditional hour three. So after we talk to Joe Dooley, we'll open it up, make you a winner. And we'll do it after we talk to Kim McNeil in hour two. So coming up. After the Kim McNeil interview at 4 o'clock, we're going to open up the treasure chest for the first time today and make you a big winner. We'll tell you what's left in the chest. We'll tell you what's been won. Also, we talked about it yesterday. A new prize has been entered into the treasure chest. How about $100 straight cash, homie, courtesy of Sparky Snowball. So $100 uh, could be yours uh, along with the other great prizes. We had the Lazy Boy uh, that was won yesterday. So that one is out of the treasure chest. We'll run down uh, all the prizes later. Uh, Steve Hill is in, and he says, Clipper! Clipper! Craig 
Vegas asked me what did I eat at Sizzler. There's a reference to the video we made um, for uh, our social media sites. I got a uh, steak that was way overcooked. It was kind of tough, but I put a lot of A1 on it. And it's a tough steak. It's yeah. a tough steak. We'll talk to Cy Seymour Wednesday on the show. Oh, man. Look. Listen. 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 Are you listening? Sniff. <laughs> I'm trying to get all the senses. Uh, look. Look. Sniff. Taste now. Smell. Touch. <laughs> now smell. <laughs> Touch, Sorry, Shirley. something escaped from Touch. my nose. When <laughs> that All right, size Wednesday. How about this? Thursday, we'll talk to Blake Harrell. I'm going to read some of the things that you awful people said about Blake Harrell to mm-hmm. Blake Harrell. Oh, oh yeah. this is going to be good. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for this. We did the smear campaign so nobody, no other school would want him or find him desirable so he'd stay at East Carolina forever. And uh, I've actually briefly spoken to Blake Harrell about that. I think he kind of laughed. I think he thought it was funny. Um, but what if Blake Harrell does some of those things that we said he did? Like, listens to Nickelback, um, downvotes YouTube videos of soldiers returning home to see their kids. <laughs> hey, we can play a game of fact or fiction with them. Fact or fiction. Great idea for a radio segment. I've never heard that one. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Uh, so we'll see. Uh, we'll also talk about the bowl game, I guess, if we have time. Stuff like that. He doesn't want to talk about it. Blake Harrell will join us uh, coming up Thursday. Donnie Kirkpatrick well. will join us Friday. Maybe I should read the stuff you guys say about him. Oh. Oh. Maybe should I play Parker Bunch's call? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we need to fire uh, offensive uh, coordinator. coordinator. So uh, Donnie Kirkpatrick will be on Friday. So play, uh, I, I say play Parker Bunch's uh, golf. <laughs> and Wednesday we'll hear from Mike Houston because he will be speaking on the bowl game, the preparation, and also the early signing period beginning, National Signing Day, uh, coming up on Wednesday. Do we want to tell Cy Seymour tomorrow what Shirley said about him? Mm. That she's off the side train? Do, do we want to tell him what John Moody said? I gotta tell you, I'm seeing. I'm, I don't remember what size. Oh yeah, I do. I do remember I'm what I sensing, said. I'm still standing by that. I'm sensing some people being a little harsh on Cy for being too positive in 2021. Because God forbid somebody doesn't look at the world in a negative light and is positive about things. No. When we, have you not known Cy to be? That's positive. what I'm saying. Yeah. Cy's always been positive. And you know what? People don't like it because people want to be miserable and complain about everything. Right. And be upset. Preach. And disappointed. Preach. And Cy tries to bring a little light in the world, and everybody just takes a big old crap on him. Are you guys listening? Look. Are you guys looking? I need you to look. I need you to listen. And I need you to just uh, enjoy life and enjoy Cy Seymour. And believe that the Pirates are going to win a national championship this year. I mean, look look listen it's all out there for them there ain't no college football playoff there ain't no bcs win and you're in baby pirates could lose every game from here to march guess what still have a chance reel off a few wins get in the dance get on selection sunday make me cry oh my god could you imagine could you imagine all right uh where are we what about the rundown? You want to get started on that? 
Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what John Moody's talking about. He said, "Shout out to Chandler from yesterday with the baby brother comment he made." Yes, about Troy D. I, I saw. I saw it today. Uh, whenever y'all they were talking about, <clears throat> you guys were talking about Troy D's dad going to France. Oh uh, yeah. And I said, coming back. Oh uh, yeah. A, a baby brother. Yeah. Was it a reference to something? Or are you just saying? No. Okay. All right. Why does it have to be a reference to anything? It doesn't have to be. I was just asking. There's been a few times where you didn't get my jokes and didn't laugh at them because you thought there was supposed to be a reference to them. Ah, uh, well. Not every joke has to have a reference, Clip Brock. If it doesn't have a reference, I would like to understand it and for it to be funny. Is that asking too much? Gosh. Goshly. All right. Thanks, uh, John Moody. Let's get to the rundown. Uh, BC still a three-point favorite against east carolina in the military bowl as that line has kind of settled in right there and probably will for a while we are inside of two weeks until the military bowl pirates and bc eagles um thoughts chandler how you feeling i'm i'm confident about this one how about you yeah i mean i've already took the pirates plus three really when it came out well then you should have got it at three and a half right uh, yeah it, it is three and a half excuse me <laughs> okay <laughs> But, hey, looking week in and week out for the next week and a half, this line has not moved <laughs> That's since a last lot of week. weeks. <laughs> it's been. Um, so you got potentially the best number, which is a good thing, right? Right. All right. So uh, Chandler's feeling good about the Pirates. I, I still haven't heard anything dealing with opt-outs, injuries. Yeah. I mean, I don't – Well, you I, haven't I, don't, I was about to say, you haven't heard anything from ECU football. <laughs> Tomorrow, um, Mike Houston will make uh, his first public comments in over a week. So he's going to talk about all the players that are hurt, all the opt outs, all the transfers, and then the line's going to shoot up to like seven and a half. <laughs> then how will you feel? <laughs> yeah. Then I'd be like, ooh, boy. Ooh. I'm, uh, I'm excited for it. Coming up uh, less than two weeks, we'll be with you 10 30 a.m. on the Bud Light pregame tailgate taking you up to the 2.30 kickoff. Well, I mean, not being in a bowl game for, what, seven years now, you kind of forget about that hiatus of football from the last regular season game, especially if you're not in a conference championship game. You forget about the hiatus from that last regular season game to that bowl game. And uh, hopefully the Pirates can pick up where they left off. Well, not necessarily where they left off with a loss to Cincinnati, but um, hopefully they'll be ready to play a couple days after Christmas. Trying to uh, wrap up the season with a victory, just as they did in 2020. All right, uh, East Carolina will open the 2022 season with NC State, and people are already excited about that game. It'll be at Daddy Ficklin Stadium. It will be a sellout. Fair to say? Yeah, absolutely. Why not? I mean, people are going to be so jacked up. Especially for if we win this game against boston college hopefully it'll be coming off a few days after the pirate radio football kickoff party oh boy don't get me started i thought about that the other day one of the best nights of the year right oh it's party city baby (laughs) they're not a sponsor of the show oh sorry (laughs) sorry um no i'm uh, i'm hoping we can bring that back and then bring back a fun probably noon 100 degree day game (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i can't give people too high i gotta bring them back down to earth a little a bit 3 30 opening kickoff for the season Ooh. against nc state at daddy ficklin stadium would be sweet people are hyped uh on the state side of things too about what they've got coming back 
um so they're they could be ranked i'm gonna say they're gonna be ranked 24th heading into daddy ficklin stadium next year leary coming back i'm a little leary of that yeah bam knight bam matabaya i gotta be honest chandler i don't know anything about state's roster they still have david amerson who had 11 interceptions that one year this kelvin Harmon still playing for him. he plays for your football team well he didn't play he's been hurt the last two years he has great tweets though that he does uh he trolled the raiders after washington beat him so i'm a fan for that all right um why did i bring up ecu nc state because there is a and i like to highlight some of the geniuses on boneyard banner from time to time i find that fun because uh, there are a lot of them but there is actually a a uh, twitter account called message board geniuses and a good follow somebody notified message board geniuses of a uh post on hoist the colors it was steven igo which he- by the way it's usually <laughs> igo tuesday we'll talk to igo coming up on wednesday show mind the skipper is the is that your twitter uh htc handle no <laughs> uh mind the skipper uh put out on hoist the colors i would give my left nut to win that game i want it so bad he's referring to the nc state season opener next year so message board geniuses posted east carolina fan is ready to sacrifice it all or at least half of it all to beat nc state next year so wow uh we put out on the pirate radio account uh what are you willing to sacrifice to win that nc state game chandler uh, how about you anything come to mind what are you willing to give up for ecu to win that game against nc state my family your entire family family Family. Who does that include? Your parents or the siblings? whole family? Family. I'm sure your mom would appreciate that. Chandler uh, is going to have a home alone situation. <laughs> the pirates are going to win, and he made his family, family. disappear. I don't know uh, what I would risk because it's obvious. Obviously, I don't want my family. Family. family what if i told you what if i told you i'm the genie in a bottle baby as christina aguilera said okay <laughs> um i will grant you this wish this winch win wish ecu beats nc state if i give you another year of playoffless panthers football i'll take it all day really yeah now ECU you could go one and eleven they beat state then lose the rest of the games and then you're going to be just have a miserable year but you've already taken it so hey it is what it is i guess i guess i can't take that one back <laughs> darn <laughs> ecu beats nc state but you have to go another year of how about this ecu beats nc state but matt rule gets a 10-year contract and has to coach Holy every game. Cow. <laughs> no, no. All right. I just want to I, see what you're willing I, to do for I this. don't want Matt Rule a part of the Panthers family anymore. You want him away family. from the family. Okay. Family. All right. Uh, okay. No. So you're Not biting the bullet on that one. You're willing to do give up one year, but not 10. Yeah. All right. I, I think that's very... Uh, admirable of you there chain man let's see what uh, other people had to say there's some good ones 
You've got... Sorry. All right. Redbeard says, I'm willing to listen to Josh Graham's radio show and read Denny O'Brien's works. Okay. Dude. Dude, Redbeard, relax. Uh, Brady says, I'd sacrifice men swimming and diving. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, wait. So they're back, right? Uh, hell if I know. They're back. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. All right. Thank you for that, Brady. Uh, some guy who has a picture of Stephen Igo as his Twitter profile. Stephen Igloo. Yeah, thank you, Shirley. Uh, said he'd be willing to bring back Coach Mo. Is that what he's saying? Coach Mo's return. So he'd bring back Coach Mo if NC State, if ECU beats NC State. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. Coach Mo beat him. Uh, Jim says I'd stop sipping, uh, slipping vodka in my morning orange juice for a month. And then he said, okay, for a week. Well, that ain't edge. <laughs> Shirley's ready to go for this segment. ECU fan also said, as long as we get to see Slade Roy, I'll be happy. I don't know what he means by that. But, I mean, I guess he's just calling a Slade a spade. Yeah, sometimes you got to call a Slade a spade. Uh, Steve, the pissed off pirate, says, I would literally sacrifice Jeff Confer, Cecil, and Coach Mo. Eh, we're not going to kill him. Wow. We're not doing real, like, murder, death sacrifices here folks maybe like a pigeon or something it could be a total goat rodeo maybe a, a goat. goat maybe a goat a goat maybe a goat this is a total sacrifice <laughs> this is a total goat sacrificial rodeo <laughs> steve hill says he sacrifices chad winning the treasure chest violence now question for chad are you willing to sacrifice yourself another year of not winning the treasure chest for an ecu victory over nc state Mm. chad i want to know how much do you want this pirate victory over nc state uh russell says uh the question is what would you sacrifice uh to, for ecu to beat nc state he said nothing win the aac and stop with the nc raleigh stuff until we are in the same conference or play them in a bowl scotty mo beat them and how did that season go can you be quiet please Thank you. Well, excuse me, Russell, for trying to have fun. Fair weather idiot. Man. Try to have some fun on a Tuesday. Throw out a hypothetical question without consequence. Just to get some laughs, some chuckles. Maybe you're having a bad week, a bad day, and you want to smile and laugh. And Russell has to come in and ruin it all. I agree with him. I don't want to have any fun. None. <laughs> this I, is a serious show. <laughs> I get his point. Um, uh, you know, well, let's win them all, A. But does the NC State game carry more weight than, say, next year's Cincinnati game? I, I don't know. Not for – not if the goal is, you know, winning a conference championship. But state pride – does that have anything to do with recruiting? Maybe, maybe not. It's more about you got a lot more friends and foes and family members who family. are state fans than Tulsa fans. So that's why you want to beat them so bad. So, I mean, I get Russell's point, but again, just trying to have a little fun here, Russell. No, don't have any. None. Zero. None zero fun the fun police has arrested us and uh, we are locked up 
in jail. Uh, John Moody says, I guess you could call him Chandler Honeycutt from the family. Family. Cut from the family. Was that the joke there? My joke radar is a little off. Either you was that guys. To be funny? Yeah, I don't know. Either y'all. Hey, are... was that supposed to have a reference? <laughs> <laughs> Was there a reference to that joke? Because if there was, man, that was a good one. Chandler, I don't mind being picked on, but that was a little aggressive. Hey, man. Now put some ranch on it. Was there a reference? All right, shut up. You know what? I'm with Russell. No more fun on the show. Good Lord. So have you ever been to like a stand-up comedy thing? A stand-up comedy thing. Stand like up a show? comedy show? Could you be more specific? <laughs> you, wait, um, you didn't get the reference? Yeah. I've, <laughs> yeah, I have. Why do you ask? I mean, do you just sit there and go, what's the reference there? <laughs> well, will you get off this? Sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. I, just, just let it go. Let it be, man. Let it be. Man. Let it be. That's a good reference. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. You're frozen. <laughs> uh all right so there you go any uh if you would like to sacrifice something for this uh ecu to pick up a win over nc state next year please let us know what it would be or uh we could all just be serious you want to talk some politics any court cases there's in the local news? politics bud any any serious stuff we should talk about surely you are killing it today surely is like alvin from uh jim Rohn. <laughs> i'm doing what i can dude oh my swinging dingers <laughs> we just got it's like we have um at the end of the year all these sound bites run out so we got to get them in before the end of december oh <laughs> uh, miss our buddy cory glore yeah rest in peace wait he's still alive he's still alive all right good cory's still alive he's still alive alive and well oh the one old uh steve says he'd sacrifice my hat collection steve doesn't understand Ooh. what a sacrifice is about something you'd give up not something else somebody has to give up would i give up my hats for an ecu win i'll say this i don't know how many more meetings there are between east carolina and nc state at daddy ficklin stadium in the future but i do know this i'll always be able to get more hats so what i'm saying is yes yes i am i could start my collection all over again from you know and, and you're willing to do that yeah, it would free up some space. I could uh, start from ground zero, and we'd be 1-0. and oh, And can you imagine? Could you imagine? Could you imagine the celebration we'd be having on the fifth quarter that day? That'd be, oh, worth, man. that'd be worth seeing all my hats go up in flames. Just that fun. We're partying. A burglary. A burglary. A burglary. We got an entire year to talk junk to state fans because that's what it's about. I mean, Absolutely. Yeah. It's not it's even bragging rights. It's not about going one and oh. It's not about beating the team on the field. It's about having that to hold above their heads for an entire year, maybe more. I wouldn't. Let's look at the future. It would probably schedules. ruin my family. Family. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Why is that? Family. Half my family. Family. It's state fans. They're woofies. They're woofies. And especially if you embarrass them like we did North Carolina a few I years was, ago, if we hang 70 on them. I was thinking the same thing. Just kind of having it, that it same just, type of game. It's just that much more sweeter when you start you talking know, junk. We want 70 as Mason Garcia just piles into the end zone. 
so the pirates play state on september 3rd 2022 they will be at nc state on august 30th 2025 they are scheduled to play back here at daddy ficklin stadium 2028 on september the 2nd so there is another scheduled home game for east carolina against nc state now that i know that i'll keep my hats like i i i honestly wouldn't think that you would sacrifice your hats unless it got to a point where we could get into the college football playoffs ah i think you would be more than willing to sacrifice them then i say at the kickoff party we burn clips hat hats we burn them like uh like a ceremonial like a like witches yeah everybody kind of like hold hands in a circle around it and sing whatever song we want maybe the uh, the alma mater the arma the armageddon what'd you say (laughs) the alma mater alma mater alma mater all mad matters Hey, you want to get serious? Um, hey, you want to go? You want to tussle? <laughs> is that a reference? Yeah. No, I'm a dork. It's not, so it's not funny. So we <laughs> we all uh, we gather around football gods. We make this sacrifice to you to allow East Carolina to beat NC. How about this? Pirate Nation, we have gathered here today. How about this? We don't need no damn sacrifices. We got Mike Houston. We got a good football team. We got what it takes to beat them on the field violence without sacrifices but you know what we don't have a good defensive coordinator who likes puppies <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh oh i'm sorry I... play carol will join us thursday on the show okay. all right uh we don't have time to get to anything else what, what else do we have planned oh the playoff picture hey washington's in it that's good whoops what's the trivia question for the day <laughs> uh, what is that in reference to i don't have uh <laughs> see it was funny <laughs> yeah there was a reference was there was a reference references make things funny <laughs> and uh bug scoreboard know, i didn't know clip was such a reference guy big reference guy in fact show me your references i have an update on the bug scoreboard surely hit the uh Hit the bad news Shirley theme. There's like oh, a God. Oh, uh, you no. know what? Give me one second because I you took it what? off my, my well, sheet. Don't even hit it. We haven't you even sure? heard it in a long time. If you uh, no no no, it only take it will only take me two seconds to pull it up. It's going it to take right here. more than that, and oh. we all know it. This oh please stop it. Please would you please? Um, this is going to take me back because yeah, we use this a lot during. Oh my the, God heavy covid times when teams were canceling games postponing games thank god that's not happening now (laughs) (laughs) hello chandler just gave a great delivery of that line backed away from the mic serious face and then winked (laughs) and the wink really threw me off you know what that's called (laughs) uh reference (laughs) oh no we got bad news oh no Actually, there's quite a bit of it, too. I, know. I don't even know. I, I'm going to bring up just the Carolina Hurricanes are not playing tonight uh, due to COVID-related reasons. It is all over the NFL. Yep. The Browns um, have moved to virtual meetings because of COVID issues. Odell Beckham Jr. tested positive. 
the Rams have closed their training facility because they are expecting more positive cases to come out in the next 24 hours. Washington's got issues. Yep. Uh, The Chicago Bulls had an issue. They were down to something like eight players, eight active players at one point in the last uh, day or two. They postponed like two games, Yeah, I believe. Yeah, so we've got quite a few. All right. What is this? Have it's we a ever remix. To this part of the no, song? we've never gotten to the re- <laughs> <laughs> No, we've never gotten to this part. I but the nice sound effects. Stormtroopers are starting to shoot at me. All right, let's take a break. When we return, we'll talk to Double B. Brian Bailey will join us. Uh, probably talk about the Cowboys. Oops, we will talk wait, some right ECU football, Pirate Hoops, and a whole lot more. It's all ahead on Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at University Sportswear ENC.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Are you in outside sales and looking for an opportunity to increase your earning potential? Well, CopyPro has been in Eastern North Carolina for over 45 years and continues to grow each year. And they are in need of more sales professionals with a desire to potentially make a six-figure income. Do you have what it takes? Visit CopyPro.net today to submit your resume and to learn more. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clip Rock. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live. A lot of segment number one was talking about what you'd be willing to sacrifice for east carolina to beat nc state to open up the season in 2022 that stemmed from a hoist the colors commenter saying he'd uh well no other way to put it give up his left nut uh for ecu to win that game uh chad has has chimed in and he says my sacrifice to beat state i would give up another year of the treasure chest so he is willing to not win the treasure chest this year so if chad does get through at caller 12 we'll get him on the air and then we'll find out if he really is willing to do it (laughs) oh well played let's see the dedication let's see it Uh, don't talk about it be about it he also put up a gif of creed singing my sacrifice which i don't know if you guys heard me before the show uh yes i heard you (laughs) i was see hello my friend we meet again it uh yeah you can't, <laughs> he's got a camera tapped into the studio he heard he, he he yeah you can't exactly escape it when clips start singing in here <laughs> yeah that's all i could sing uh before the show by and by the way are they listening to us when we like my wife and i start talking about products and stuff and then we like get on our phones an ad will pop oh absolutely yes. how creepy is that yeah i've actually had that happen where I was nowhere near my phone, but I was talking to someone in uh, in my house about a particular item, and then like later on that evening, I hopped on Facebook, and that very item showed up on my newsfeed, and I was like, "How the 
They're it, watching it was us. like a random thing. They're listening to us. Right now, Brian Bailey is listening to us. Oh, I'm sure he is. As he's on the uh, Pirate Radio Live line. Bailey, how you doing? Not too bad. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. I'll say it, Brian, because I'm not ashamed. You know, I'm, I talk facts. I don't let emotion get in the way. I, I have to host a sports show. I have to talk about what's going on in sports. So I'm going to say to you, Brian, how about them Cowboys? go ahead very nice go ahead very nice you got nothing to say no hey hey i i i enjoyed the first half the second half was like watching a train wreck. <laughs> i thought it was gonna be a disaster uh so know. were you nervous that I, well yeah the pick six and they got the ball right back you were you were probably nervous at that time well it's it just i've seen so many nfl games like that and anytime you know, you take your foot off the gas, and if you don't get touchdowns, you only get field goals. Even if you're up, and that happens, that just allows the other team to, to get back in it. And so I was kind of, you know, looking at it and watching it. And when it, the pick six really bothered me because you could take a knee right there. I mean, in much better shape. But the best thing is you win a game like that, and nobody goes to practice thinking you're invincible. And I think that's the, you know, the psychology of sports. But you know, I think especially Dak Prescott right now thinks, man, I'm in a slumpers. i got to get this thing right. The offense has got to get better if they're going to do anything in the playoffs, and that's what they're playing for right now. So, Yeah, and if you told me that the Dallas defense won that game for him and not the offense, I would have been pretty shocked. But that was exactly what happened on uh, Sunday, a reality check for Washington, who now still sits with that seven spot in the NFC, but – has to take on Philadelphia. There is a logjam of six and seven teams in the NFC right now, Bailey, trying to get that final playoff spot. And I don't know if the Niners are out of the woods yet at seven and six, sitting in that sixth spot, but uh, still a lot of football, a lot of fun football. And we're starting to get into the, uh, do you like the Saturday NFL slate? We got two games coming up this Saturday. I think that's one of the most fun things you can do is get up early on a Saturday morning and go do some of your Christmas shopping and then go somewhere for lunch to watch some of the first game and then get home later on and watch the, the rest of the day. So I think that's that's always a lot. It used to be like one and four. Like now they go like four and eight, don't they? Yeah, and I think the nightcap this week. Do we have those games, by the way, Shirley? Saturday night on Pirate Radio. I think we do. Uh, Colts-Patriots, a good one coming up this Saturday night, BB. Yeah, that'd be fun. Playoff preview. So, you know, you've got so many teams. You know that that could go to the Super Bowl in, in both leagues. I mean, I don't think there's one clear cut. You know, we used to think Kansas City. You know, Kansas City struggled so much, but they've come on of late. But I don't think you know. I think you could sit here right now, and if you say, "Hey, pick the two teams in the Super Bowl," I think it'd be hard to do. Well, good. Let's do it right now. <laughs> Patriots or Chiefs? I'll take the Cowboys. <laughs> Patriots or Chiefs in the AFC, Bailey? I would take I would I would take the Chiefs right now. Even even if, if with their problems they've had before, I just I'm not sold on the Patriots going all the way to the Super Bowl. But they, but they may make a long run, you know. So all right, it has to be that long in the Super Bowl, doesn't it? Take the Cowboys out. Uh, Packers, Bucks, Cardinals, Rams. Who's the best the of the bunch? Packers, because I think I think Green Bay, depending on how many home games they get. But if they get to play at home the whole time, I think that's going to be tough for some team to go in there and beat them. And that's what uh, Arizona lost last night by losing that game to the Rams. Right now the Packers would be the top seed. They get to buy. They get to play in Lambeau. Nobody wants to go there. 
it would be cool bailey to see patriots uh or excuse me brady with the warm weather bucks uh taking on the packers and lambeau in the playoffs though that would be fun any of those games would be fun i mean yeah. if you think about it that's why we watch this silly game all year long and we live and die with our teams but it's just uh you know it's it's just so much fun. I sent you that picture. Uh, we were in uh, Nashville for the weekend. And I sent pictures. Was, I walked in. I had my cowboy hat on. These guys were ragging me right there. They go, don't put him there. He's too close to us. We don't want to sit with him. But I was really trying not to sit there, and, and you know, especially early because it looked really bleak for WFT for a while. <laughs> uh, my best I left tiebreakers. I don't know if I've ever left uh, tiebreakers earlier than I did on Sunday. I didn't even make it to halftime, Bailey. Really? Yeah. I, you know better than that. Well, it, it worked. I needed a change of mojo, a change of scenery. I, I tell you what, I was not having a lot of fun sitting there watching my team get destroyed. Um, how long did you got? Did you watch the whole game at that one spot with those uh, Washington fans? No, I did. Yeah, and they got. It's funny because I and I swear to you, I didn't. I didn't even do do my whole wolf or anything like that. I was trying to really be out of town, be on the best behavior. After, I guess, in the second quarter, Melissa said, hey, if you want to watch the rest of the game, I'm going to go lay down for a little bit because, you know, it's a long weekend in Nashville. So she went to lay down. She thought the Cowboys had it. But I sat there, and I was really quiet. Then all of a sudden, they picked six happens, and they were walking by my table going, whoo, whoo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Well, that's what makes it fun. And, uh, unfortunately, it was too much fun for Brian Bailey as the boys beat washington on sunday bailey we're uh we're in an ecu athletics hiatus at the moment waiting on some basketball we'll hear from kim mcneil coming up at four o'clock here on the show joe dooley joins us coming up today at five o'clock so we got pirate hoops coming up later on this week we got pirate football less than two weeks in the military bowl and uh we'll, we'll start with basketball bailey a long layoff we'll talk to coach dooley about it but it sounds like this has been a great time almost a bye week for basketball to get Alonzo Frank healthy, to get Brandon Suggs back right healthy, Luigi DeBose back with the team. Winston Tabs, we'll ask him about, we'll ask Joe Dooley about it at five o'clock. Still looks like uh, we're going to be playing without Winston Tabs. But uh, other than that, the Pirates should be healthy and ready to go for Liberty on Friday. And they really needed it because it, it looked like, you know, they were they're walking wounded all of a sudden. They haven't been 100%, you know, yet for this season. But uh, I think that it came at a really good time. It, and this deal on Friday is kind of an interesting thing for Charlotte, and you know, and having the, the Hall of Fame shootout with all the teams that are going to be there, uh, it's great for the state of North Carolina and, and to match up with Liberty. That Joe says is a really good basketball team, and he, he talked in detail on the coaches' show this past week just about, about how good Liberty is. So they expect to see a very good basketball team on Friday looking forward to pirate basketball getting back underway looking forward to the military bowl and we got a, a nice string of football guests coming up here on the show coming up Wednesday five o'clock we'll talk to the head football coach of the Pirates Mike Houston got that coming up on Pirate Radio Live Thursday we'll talk to defensive coordinator Blake Harrell Friday offensive coordinator Donnie Kirkpatrick so uh, a lot of football talk coming up the remainder of the week because honestly Bailey uh, you went out of town. You didn't miss anything. There hasn't been any media opportunities for us uh, outside of what we do with the Players Lounge here uh, on Mondays to talk to the players. But finally, uh, Wednesday, Mike Houston will talk about not only the bowl game, but also the early signing period, National Signing Day coming up. Yeah, I talked to Will Bland before I went out of town. I said, Coach, I planned this trip. You guys rolling three. <laughs> <laughs> you got to cover some slack on this deal huh. because, you know, 
and I told the story before, but the year that I got married, the state championships ended like on the eighth, seventh or eighth. So I thought, hey, this is a great you know time to get married because high school. Because I think you said nothing's happened, stuff and gone except the state championship games. Well, the calendar kind of flipped on me a little bit, and now the anniversary pops up right on the weekend of the state championships. So uh, that's how that came about. But we had some. We had Tarboro, at least from our part of the state, to win a state title. Wallace Rose Hill played well, but they lost. And Rose, they ran into a buzzsaw as well. But some great, great high school football wrapping up this past weekend. Our, our Ken Wallington did a great job because not only was I out of town, but Garrett was out sick. So he, we had nothing going on. But uh, we got it all worked out. Walker, did, he did a great job, and we appreciate his efforts. I can't believe Melissa didn't want to uh, vacation in, in the Triangle. You know, do a day in Chapel Hill, a day in Raleigh. That would have been beautiful, Bailey. I tried to talk her into that, but she was <laughs> maintenance in that. <laughs> yeah, I guess you did miss that. I didn't think about that. But as far as ECU football, uh, not much going on right now outside of bowl practice. So, guys are getting ready for BC. That line sitting at three right now, Bailey. Eagles by three. And looking forward to a competitive game uh, less than uh, two weeks away now. And it's, I think once we get past Christmas, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to go up on the 23rd when the team goes up. Uh, I'm not looking forward to missing Christmas for the family, but I think that there's some things that we want to do with the coaching show and, and with you know, coverage back to here that uh, we'll be able to do by doing that. I like the bowl games when they're like on the 29th and the 30th and you go up after Christmas, uh, but this will be a little bit of different, a different story. But, you know, it, it's, it's a great story. All the players are away from their families as well. So, you know, that, that'll be different. They're going to practice early on Christmas Eve, early on Christmas Day, and then on the 26th, I think they just go over for a team photo. I think they practice. They may have a walkthrough early. Then they, they're not going to walk through at uh, Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium. They're just going to go over for a team picture and come back. And uh, it's kind of a different type, type bowl. I've seen the itinerary. It's, it's not it's not your normal you know bowl activity. Maybe some of that's still COVID related because they can't get the teams together. Uh, they want to protect them best they can. Maybe that's part of it. But it's it's a little different. Maybe you'll have time to take a tour of beautiful FedEx Field while you're up there. Yeah, you know, and while we're up there, there's a second Cowboys Washington football team. Ah, in Dallas this time, right? In Dallas, yeah, yeah, in Dallas, so we can't make that trip. That would have been neat if it had been up there for that. All right, speaking of bowl games, before we let you go, Shirley, crank it up for me. Let's get 40 bowls in 14 days, and uh, Brian Bailey will pick a bowl game for us here on a Tuesday. 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days, 14 days, 40 bowls in 14 days. Oh, my goodness. 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days, 14 days. 40 bowls in 14 days. 14 days. Rock! 40 bowls! 14 days! 40 bowls! 14 days! 40 bowls! 14 days! 40 bowls! 14 days! All right, 40 bowls in 14 days. We are picking all the bowl games here on Pirate Radio Live. Our special guest picker today is Brian Bailey. And Bailey, it's the Battle of Florida. It's the Gasparilla Bowl at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Florida, 7 o'clock on December 23rd. So this will be on a Thursday night, 7 o'clock, Gasparilla Bowl. 
between the Knights of UCF taking on the Gators of Florida. So uh, Florida, this will be the same situation Florida was in when they played ECU in a bowl game. They'll have a new head coach coming in. UCF coming off an 8-4 and four season. Florida 6-6. Six and six. Bailey, who do you got in this bowl game? I think UCF may be the worst 8-4 and four team in the country. So I'm going to go to Florida. Who uh, might be the worst 6-6 six and six team in the country. Maybe. But how did they get 8-5? No, that's a great great point, Bailey, because uh, we saw them. They were not and, – and they got – look, they got their uh, Dylan Gabriel transferring, so they got some issues there uh, in Orlando going on right now. Uh, so you're going with the Gators in this one. What'd you do with that money? What money are we talking about? That money your mama gave you for singing lessons. Uh, that be fun? Oh man, that's pretty good, Bailey. Pretty good. All right, have a good rest of your day. <laughs> How about them cowboys? Get him off, Shirley. Get him off. I'm not dumb like some <laughs> get, cowboy fans. Get him off the phone. Exactly. All right, that was pretty good. I like that. Where'd you? What'd you do with that money? I knew it was coming. I just didn't know where it was going, and uh, it knocked me down a peg. All right, Bailey. See you, buddy. I love you. Let's see. Oh, shut up. <laughs> He's killing me with kindness now. All right. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up hour number one of Pirate Radio Live coming up hour two. We got Kim McNeil. We got Jeff Nadu. We got the treasure chest opening up. It'll be a big hour number two on tap. Stick with us on Pirate Radio Live. We're back after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Did you miss a show on Pirate Radio? Well, listen to all of Pirate Radio's archived local programming by subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Spotify. Subscribe today by going to the podcast app on your iPhone or Apple device and search for Pirate Radio Audio Archives. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live. <clears throat> My wife uh, just texted and said, you should probably cover the 2024 Olympics for Pirate Radio. I'll go with you so you won't be alone. Where is it at? Is I it don't know. 2024 olympics i want to say paris ah paris ah that's where it is and that's why she wants to go maybe we can go with lee d oh that would be nice yeah they're doing 28 in los angeles go there i don't think she wants to go to la as much as paris paris it is that would be my guess but uh all right so that would be a no we are not going to that (laughs) (laughs) unfortunately you can send her as a special correspondent. Send just send her. Yeah, <laughs> you get. Uh, you know what? Like, She'd probably you, welcome that. You know, like, actually. look, you get to go. Yeah. It on behalf of Pirate Radio to cover the 2024 Olympics in Paris. 
CJ. CJ Shaper's go, here, Go by the check way. out the Louvre. Where's Chandler? Uh, he's somewhere around here. All right. He wandered off. Thought you kicked him out, making too many references. <laughs> I'm getting a lot of fire today. A lot of crossfire. I'm sending out shots, and I'm also getting shots sent back at me. I'm also a little upset because yesterday I told you your Rams bet was stupid, and you won. So, Speaking of stupid bets, what were you doing on Sunday? What do you mean, what was I doing? Were you doing a bit? Do you think this is funny? Was that supposed to be funny? This is stupid! I make Washington jokes wherever I can. So you you took Washington? Nothing funny about that. And you said, you said what, talk me out of it. It actually turned into, it was like a five-team, six-point teaser parlay. So it actually, because everybody. So you won then. Yes. Everybody told me I was right. I don't want you guys to tell me I'm right. I want you guys to tell me I'm stupid. So you made me second-guess myself. If all of you guys are telling me I'm right, something's wrong. I didn't tell you you were right. Well, you said it looked like a good bet, which I. With a picture of Daniel Snyder. I get it. If I scroll through your Twitter right now, it'll take me like three weeks to find a serious tweet on your timeline. I I get it. (laughs) But I took it as serious at the time. And we won. I won anyway. It doesn't matter. No way you won the whole teaser. Who didn't win? Did you? Yeah, I needed the Packers, so I was sweating it a little bit in the first half. How many teams? five six five team teaser i'll look at it again later but yeah i want to see the receipts on that yeah but thank you for bringing up last night because right now i am gif of the guy walking that's on fire (laughs) i'm that guy i'm not that guy pal trust me you're not that guy i am that guy odell first touchdown now i did have four different picks for that so we're gonna ask nadu later about his opinions on what to bet tonight when really we just have to ask you Sure. If you want to know winners, I'll I'll have my pick by the end of the show. Okay. We'll pick them contest. I had that. I had the Rams, and I tweeted this out. Speaking of receipts, not just picking the Rams. Rams alternate line minus two. You when you do that, you know you're feeling good, and I was feeling good. That is some serious stuff. Um, I actually had. Should I say this? Cowboys Titans money line parlay on Sunday. You did? I've heard a lot of people talk about this. It's called an emotional hedge. I've done it my entire oh. life where I pick against my team. <laughs> and it's pretty profitable, to be honest with you. Um but there are like the Hornets, the Hurricanes, I, I the Braves. Are you betting on the Hurricanes game tonight? I will not because there will not be a game tonight, oh, unfortunately. Okay. If you missed that news earlier, no canes tonight. A lot of COVID news out there. It was a reference. A lot of COVID news out there. Uh, thank you for that reference. A lot of references going on today on the show. All right, huge hour four on tap. When we return, we'll talk to Kim McNeil, East Carolina women's basketball coach. After we talk to Kim McNeil, we're opening up the treasure chest. After that, we're talking to Jeff Nadeau. So that is hour two of the show. Hour three, Joe Dooley joins us. And another treasure chest opening coming up. So uh, we've got a lot to get to. We got two winners to make and some great interviews on the way here on Pirate Radio Live. We're back with you on a Tuesday after this.
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Save lives, be a hero, and make $700 your very first month donating plasma at Griffles Biomat USA. It's the easiest way to make extra money. Start now at Biomat USA on 505 South Memorial Drive. Make up to $700 in a month and save lives now at Griffles Biomat USA. A better donor experience and better pay. Now, back to the show. Welcome back from Sales to Service Greenville Auto World has all of your vehicle needs covered. Shop all of their inventory now at greenvilleautoworld.net. If you're also looking for someone to service your vehicle, they have a full service and repair facility. They do brakes, oil changes, tires, inspections, and they can repair any kind of vehicle. Greenville Auto World across from Speedway at Bell's Fork and online at Greenville, uh, excuse me, greenvilleautoworld.net. Thanks to Tim Sutton and Jim Rogers for their sponsorship of the program. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's Cliff Rock. All right, back with you on Pirate Radio Live. Shirley, check out uh, Danny Cannell on CBS Sports HQ. Um, and I don't comment much on what other people wear. It's, you know, none of my, it doesn't affect me one way or the other, really. As long as you have some clothing on, you're covering up your private areas. You know, I'm cool with that. But um, the turtleneck is an interesting choice. <sighs> And yes. I I don't know. I, I I've never been in a sitch where my my neck is so cold that I'm like, I need a turtleneck today. I used to wear a turtleneck like in high school. Okay. But I haven't worn worn one in ages. I don't remember the last and time. And I really I don't think I really don't <laughs> think like I guess the turtleneck is more of a dressier type thing. Like I've seen men wear turtlenecks and then they wear like a suit jacket mm-hmm. i've seen that before canel's just going blue long sleeve turtleneck yeah I, yeah it's an interesting look maybe it's uh, a fashion deal because he's indoors or maybe he's covering up something oh he got a neck tattoo yeah we're reporting that danny canel might have a neck tattoo i mean that would be the only reason i would think someone would wear a turtleneck a lot of people don't know i got the uh kenyan martin lips neck tattoo <laughs> I always cover it up, though. <laughs> uh, but yeah, turtleneck, it always, and again, I haven't worn one since I was a young child, but it always gave me like a choking sensation. Not a fan. You know what? And speaking of covering up, it it just dawned on me, you shaved. I did, which I need to again now because I'm looking scraggly, but yeah. It, I, it just dawned on me because I was like, wait a minute, your beard used to be a lot longer than that. Yeah, it was out there, and I was actually laying down one night and was itching a little bit and i got up out of bed shaved went back to bed <laughs> it was and you it, woke up the next morning it looked like that it was like it was not <laughs> one of those like um like planned deals it was a this is getting annoying in fact it's so annoying that i can't sleep right now so okay. i'm gonna shave right. this thing off so. well it just i it, i know it's random but it just you were talking about covering up stuff and i'm looking and i'm like wait a minute your beard used to be a lot longer than that yeah cj uh turtleneck turtleneck guy i don't know if i've ever worn a turtleneck I, yeah i don't know never I had an interest i think well out, outside of my mom like when you remember uh your mommy used to pick out your clothes for you yep yeah those we all went through that if if i had worn a scarf that would have been the time well scarf is a whole or different not deal. scarf i was about to say i was thinking i would wear a scarf oh yeah yeah I've, have you yes I, i'm I've almost i'm sure i have like out i don't think i've ever worn a scarf something. 
I have. I don't wear it very often. I usually save it for special occasions. Look, if there's one thing my mother always did for me, it's make sure I don't get hypothermia playing in the snow. See, where where'd you grow up? Uh, Havelock. You you know that. Oh, okay. Havelock. It's uh, colder at Havelock than it is in Pitt County? <laughs> well, you're a Pittsburgh guy. Do you have family from Pittsburgh? Uh, my dad's like... side of the family okay. mostly is from Pennsylvania. So you're Havelock born and bred? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All Unfortunately. Right. When you yeah. said the thing about snow, I was like, oh, yeah, you're from the north. Oh, no, no. You're actually south of here. Yeah. <laughs> so. And closer to the water than we <laughs> yeah, are. Really. Yeah, right. all those times I'm talking about playing in the snow, that's like twice. <laughs> <laughs> those two times your mom made sure that you did not get sick. All right. Uh, let's go to the Pirate Radio Live line now. Uh, are you missing ECU athletics on the field? I am, uh, but we'll finally get some games coming up later this week. The women's basketball team will be in action coming up this Thursday at 6 o'clock. They'll take on North Carolina A&T on the road in Greensboro. The head women's basketball coach of the Pirates is Kim McNeil, who joins us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Coach, appreciate your time. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How about you guys? Hey, we're doing good. And, and Coach, to, to use a football term, I guess you're on a, a bye week as uh, exams going on, a little time to rest, some more time to practice. So what's uh, the time off been like for your team as you're coming off a big win over North Carolina Central and getting ready for a road date coming up with North Carolina A&T on Thursday? Yeah, so our last game, as you said before, was last Monday against uh, Central. And the girls have been, you know, in, in their books um, – studying and working really hard i'm excited about you know what our semester gpa is going to look like i think it's going to be really really good um but we had some time to rest and we've had some time to really work on ourselves uh, which if you look at our schedule thus far we haven't had that you know we've pretty much played every two days um and, and so when you're in a flow like that it's pretty much about you know on to the next on to the next um and and there were some things that as a staff we identified that we needed to get better at um, that we really wanted to focus on here um, during this exam break, and, and we've had some good time to do that. So we've got some people that needed, you know, some time off their feet. Um, we've done that, and uh, we've gotten better in some things during this exam break. And then once you get through exams, Coach, and you've got some games scheduled, uh, of course, around Christmas, uh, and, and I guess the, the girls will be out of school for a little while. So is it, you know, basketball full bore at that point? You're almost like professional players without the contracts, of course. But it, how about that time where it's all basketball and no school uh, to worry about? It is. It's a good time um, to obviously continue to get better as well. And, and, you know, the only thing they have to focus on is basketball. You know, I think sometimes – um, people forget that these are student athletes, um, and, and my young ladies know that the student is very important, um, that we get it done in the classroom. Um, but, you know, it's about schedules. You know, these kids, they get into a routine. So, you know, they've been on a routine the whole semester, and now all of a sudden they're out of school. It's a different routine. And then when we start school back on June, January 10th, it, it's a, you got to get back into that, that routine of going into class. So, you know, it's going to take a couple of days, you know, for them to get used to not going to class and just doing basketball because they've been in a routine. Get up in the morning, go to class, go to practice, do this, do this. And now this routine is different. So you'll see different kids respond in different ways. Kim McNeil joining us. I'm going to steal uh, Shirley's question because this was a good one. And, uh, and Coach, you, the last game you beat North Carolina Central 75-34. to 34. The first quarter – uh, got a lot of eyeballs, right? I, uh, eyebrows raised, twenty-seven to nothing, and and Shirley brought up a good point. Coaches always look for things you can correct, things you can improve on. So when you're up twenty-seven to nothing after the first quarter, and your team comes to the uh, the bench and, and you huddle up, 
Uh, do you have any complaints? Uh, I mean, what, what can you say when you got a lead that big after one quarter of play? I wouldn't say I had any complaints from that quarter. <laughs> um, I do have some complaints from that game. Um, you know, coming into, you know, that quarter and really holding somebody to zero points, at that point it's about trying to keep the kids motivated um, and trying to keep their foot on the pedal because sometimes you can get relaxed looking at, oh, my God, we, you know, we helped yeah. the kids team to zero points. So that was that that timeout. Well, that end of the quarter was about you know just keeping them motivated and, and continuing to you know really hone on the little things that we stress every single day. Kim McNeil joining us, coach. Uh, the record at home, uh, sitting right now at five and one, zero oh and four on the road. So uh, obviously, teams play better at home. But what is it uh, about this team that that's playing so well at home, and, and you're still looking for your first road win here at this point in the season? Yeah, you know, I asked him that, <laughs> you know, after we lost to VCU, and I think we're averaging about 45 points on the road and about 75 at home, you know, and they were just like, you know, it's just being at home, it's the home crowd, you know, it's having that energy in there. And, and, and so I'm trying to get them, you know, to understand that you got to bring your own energy when you're on the road. You know, you, you got to walk in there with a sense of, um, you know, arrogancy, cockiness, as if, you know, whatever gym I step into, you know, this is my home as well. You know, we're, we're not quite there yet, but, you know, these two out of these next three games are on the road. And, you know, our goal is to finish 3-0, and um, to, to finish out non-conference and to be, you know, 8-5 and going into conference play and, and feeling good about ourselves because we start conference play on the road at, at SMU. And that'll be coming up on New Year's Day, January 1st, on the road at SMU. Uh, and, Coach, how about the AAC this year? Who are the teams at the top? Who? Uh, what, what do you think about this league overall that you'll see coming up? Oh, I think it's better than what it was last year. I just think it keeps getting better and better. You know, we've got some unbelievable head coaches in this league. We've got some unbelievable players. You know, um, obviously South Florida is leading us um, in top 25 and has had, you know, two top 10 wins. Um, UCF probably should be in the top 25. You know, they, they play people tough with their defense. They're holding people to about 40-some points a game. Um, and, and Tulsa, a surprise. Tulsa, you know, um, is, is leading the lead. They're undefeated. And then you've got Tulane, who's playing very well. Um, you've got Houston. You've got uh, uh, Temple. You know, so it's an extremely competitive league. And I say this all the time. The American does not get enough credit for the amount of great teams that we have in this league. I just think we get so overlooked. Um, but it, it's going to be tough. It's going to be a dogfight every single night. Kim McNeil joining us, Coach. Uh, I see that the recruiting is going well. Don't know how much uh, specifics you can talk about, but what about that aspect of, of being a coach? Uh, I guess you, you have to kind of enjoy it or you'll get left behind. So <laughs> how about recruiting and, and what are you selling to these players as far as yourself, your program, and, of course, uh, East Carolina University? You know, recruiting is your lifeline. You can't win without good players. Um, and, and at the end of the day, you know, it's about, you know, what fits your system. You know, every kid is not for every program. And some kids that some people probably feel like we should be recruiting doesn't fit, you know, our style of play. And I think that's the big piece of it. You can have all these great players, but do they fit? you got to figure out how to put them together and how to mesh and be able to produce on the court um, within your system. Um, and, and so, you know, going on our third year here at ECU, I feel like we've established some really good relationships. There's some great players in the state of North Carolina. Two out of our three players are coming from the state of North Carolina, one right down the street from Farmville Central, and Amaya um, Joyner, who I'm extremely excited about. I think the community is extremely excited, you know, that she was able to stay, we were able to keep her here at home. And I'm hoping that will um, 
you know, get our crowds more excited and get more people in the stands next year because now they can relate with somebody that they know, somebody that they've watched grow up for four years, maybe even longer than that, here and do some really good things. So extremely excited about her. Have another young lady coming um, from, from the Raleigh area, a really good shooter. And then we have another young lady coming from the Virginia Beach area that has played, you know, competitive high school basketball, competitive AAU with um, Boo Williams. So, you know, every year I think it's gotten better for us. Um, every year our recruiting classes has gotten better. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited, you know, what we've been able to do in such a short time here at ECU when it comes to recruiting. And Coach, uh, on that note, how much has the transfer portal become a part of, of women's college basketball, something you always got to keep an eye on, and you got to recruit out of there as well like you do these high schools, right? Oh, it's definitely changed the dynamics of recruiting. I mean, kids, the portal is already popping already. Um, there's been – Several, several, several kids jump on here, um, you know, throughout the semester, which I knew was going to happen, you know, with so many seniors coming back and using that fifth year and then, you know, coaches still allowing the freshmen to come in. Um, I knew that some kids were going to jump on the portal when they probably saw that there wasn't any room for them. So it's already been jumping already, and we're not even in the spring yet. You know, we're, we're, we're not even in conference play. Um, so, you know, for me and what I've told my staff is I, I want to stick with high school recruiting as much as possible because you get a chance to develop relationships with these kids and really get to know them and they get to know you and your expectations and your standards of your program. You know, if we don't get what we need in the early signing period, then that's when we'll go to the portal, you know, to, to get whatever we didn't get, you know, from the high school. And that's kind of how we did it last year. And that's, well, that's what we're going to do this year as well. Now, I still have one scholarship as for right now. You know, you just never know mm-hmm. in the good seasons, you know, with kids, you know, not being happy, you know, want instant gratification. I can't get it here. I'm going to go somewhere else. I don't have to sit out anymore. I'm going to go over here. So, you know, I think everybody's rosters in the country is going to look different every single year. I think that's just a new way of recruiting now. Yeah, well said. Talking to Kim McNeil today on the Pirate Radio Live Coach right now tonight. Thompson, your leading scorer at 15 a game. And uh, when you look at your team right now, who's you know what, what are you happy about? What do you want to see improve moving forward as we get into uh, these final games of the non-conference? You know, what I'm happy about is, it's funny you asked me, I was just looking at the stats a couple of hours ago. We're not playing that one kid over 30 minutes. And that's the first in my career. <laughs> you know, normally my starting, my starting five are playing, you know, 30-plus minutes. Right now, uh, Tania Thompson is playing the most with 28 minutes. Um, and we're, we're playing 10 kids in double-figure minutes. So that's telling me that I have a bench. Um, and I think that's something that you need to be successful. I mean, basketball season is extremely long. You know, we're not even halfway through yet. So you need a bench. You, you need to you know, be able to play multiple kids so that you can stay healthy, so that you can, you know, keep, keep you know, the, the endurance going, you know, come February, which is when you really want to be playing your best basketball. Um, so this is a first for me. This is the first time that I've ever played 10 kids, you know, double-digit minutes, the first time I haven't had three or four kids playing 30-plus minutes. Um, so that's telling me the recruiting is kind of paying off, you know, that we have been able to develop a bench, especially for a team that plays the way that we play, you know, very up-tempo, you know, pressing, getting after it, um, and, and really pushing the ball. So that's something that I'm really loving right now. Um, what we need to continue to get better at is, is I, I think, just scoring the ball in the half court. You know, we're really good when we can get stops and when we can get out and transition, um, but we still need to be able to execute in the half court, especially against a zone. Um, we're seeing a lot of zones because we're big this year. We've got some guards that can get to the rim, and sometimes teams are struggling to guard us in man. And then when they go zone, it's slowing us down. 
So so we need to be able to execute with that. And then just taking care of the ball. I'm, I'm very disappointed in the fact that we're averaging 18 turnovers a game. You know, we're forcing about 24, but we're averaging 18 ourselves. So it's kind of really, you know, just kind of, you know, the turnovers that we're forcing is not really benefiting us because we're turning the ball right right back over. <laughs> you know, so we got to do a better job of taking care of the ball. Kim McNeil joining us. Uh, Shirley, any basketball questions before we move on to some Christmas questions for Coach McNeil? <laughs> Actually, I just wanted to talk about uh, a couple of players that kind of caught my eye uh, these uh, last few games. Uh, one of them, because uh, uh, Tania Thompson has really just been like Mrs. Consistency for you as far as uh, putting in the minutes but also scoring the points and getting the rebounds that she needs and and uh, her three-point shots but I've, I was really impressed with uh, Deja Green and uh, Morgan Mosley just coming off uh, Morgan's been coming off the bench and playing some too but Deja has just I, I, I don't it was all, all of a sudden I was like where did she come from but uh, so she's been a lot of fun to watch I mean what are some other who are the, some of the other players I, I know you say you got a, a deep bench as well but uh who are some of the other players other than Tanaya that you look for night in and night out to really uh put some production on the floor you know I would agree with you with Deja Green you know the things that you guys are seeing now are things that we saw all summer with her mm-hmm. um so really ex- was really excited you know uh, about her she kind of struggled a little bit at the beginning trying to figure out the system I think now she's more comfortable and understands our expectations and what we need from her from a leadership standpoint you know at the point guard spot you know, she's the best three-point shooter on our team um, and, and just really knocking those shots down and, and being a threat offensively. I think she's starting to figure it out. You know, Morgan Mosley is just that glue kid for us. You know, she's going to take charge. She's going to rebound. She's going to be in the right spot, and, and every team needs that. So I'm so proud of what Morgan has done and where she's come, you know, since her freshman year. But some other kids um, besides that I would say um, would be uh, Alexia Rose. Um, Tay-Tay is what we call her. I think she's been able to give us, you know, early gave us some really good energy off the bench and was rewarded, you know, with being able to put, put in the starting lineup in, in, in a central game. But I just think, you know, her energy defensively, her ability to create and get to the paint and, and, and create easy shots for other people has been really, really good for us. Another kid that I think you guys are going to be extremely excited about that was out early in the year with an injury is Layla Acox. And I think you've kind of seen some of her her athletic ability in these last couple of games. But Layla's still getting herself in shape. She's an unbelievable athlete. I mean, (laughs) here these last couple of days, um, she's put some people's balls on the backboard, you know, blocking their shots and just really rebounding and playing hard and kind of being like that. That, that bull in, in a china shop, just just going crazy with rebounding and stuff. And I think that's an area that we've gotten a lot better at. You know, we've had two games where we've, we've rebounded 57 and 59 times. You didn't see that out of us last year. Um, so I think we, we've, we've cleaned up some areas. We've got some kids that are really buying into their roles and, and doing some of the little things. But, you know, those young ladies will be the ones that I would say has really, you know, stepped up and done some good things for us thus far. Kim McNeil joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. Coach, you got Christmas on the way, and now uh, the, I guess the, the fun part of Christmas for you is watching your uh, children smile. But how about back in the day, uh, young Kim McNeil on Christmas <laughs> Day? What, what was your, I don't know, uh, your all-time favorite Christmas gift or, or maybe two or three? What comes to mind when you think of uh, Christmas back in the day? Well, I can tell you, I definitely wasn't into dolls. Yeah, I didn't want any Barbies. I didn't want any of that stuff. I was a tomboy. 
So anything my, my parents could get me that dealt with dirt bikes or, or bikes or anything outside, I loved it. I, I, you know, my daughter is, I just finished buying like 15 Barbie dolls. <laughs> where she got this from, because she sure didn't get it from mommy. But anything dealing with outside, a basketball, dirt bike, a bicycle, any of those type of stuff would make him happy. All right, tough one here because putting you on the spot a little bit, but favorite Christmas song? Do you have a go-to Christmas song? I would say Silent Night. Okay, a, a classic, traditional. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else, Shirley? Uh, fa- oh, Christmas movie. Do you have a favorite movie? Oh, I don't really. Um, I always like the Home Alones. I think they're <laughs> uh, um, to watch with the kids. I think there's a new one coming out this year. Uh, but, but yeah, the, that I would say the Home Alone series. All right. Okay, and uh, we we had this uh, discussion with several other people over the course of the last couple of weeks about Christmas dinner. Uh, There are some people that say that ham is more appropriate for Christmas dinner, and some people say turkey is more appropriate. Uh, I know one person. Uh, Well, okay, yeah, one person, Troy. (laughs) But uh, you know, and then there are other people that go completely non-traditional. They go completely in a different direction. If you were to prepare Christmas dinner, what would you prepare? Well, I like ham. Um, Corey likes chicken. Um, and so turkey, we think, is a little dry. So we we'll roast we roast chicken. That's what we do for, for Christmas. We have roasted chicken. All right. Okay. All right. That's something different. We haven't had that one. <laughs> I mean, we had some people say they make steak. Uh, we had, what, uh, I think Tony said they make it, what, like an Italian-type dinner or yeah. something? So My aunt know, used to go uh, prime rib. We oh, have, yeah, prime rib. Was, yeah, we've had uh, really that brought good. up. Yep. So we were just kind of curious if, if people stuck to the kind of traditional meal or if they go in a in a different direction and finally one last christmas uh, question do you do does your family have like a christmas tradition yeah so you know the kids you know come down in the morning and they see their gifts from santa and then i make breakfast and then once we eat breakfast we all sit around the christmas tree and we hand out all the presents to everybody so everybody has a stack of presents from each other and we go one at a time Corey will open a present i'll open a present gabby kate and whatever and we go all the way around until everybody's done opening up their gifts do they do they do they rip them open or do you tell them to carefully open because my mom when i was when i was a kid my mom would say i want to save the wrapping paper so you very gently had to we were not allowed to rip it open we just had to you know very gently open the presents so do they rip them open if you if you've seen the McNeil twins at games, you they're full of energy. Yeah. Okay? So there is no holding them back. They are ripping, they are tearing, they are on to the next. Yeah, there no, there's no saving wrapping paper at the McNeil home. <laughs> Great stuff today with Coach Kim McNeil. The Pirates five and five right now. They will be on the road a Thursday at North Carolina A and T and then at UNCW on Sunday back home December twenty first against maryland eastern shore and then it's on the conference play so coach uh we wish you the best of luck the rest of the season we'll check back in with you uh once we turn into the new year so hope you and your family and team have a uh, merry christmas happy holidays and uh, we'll talk to you again down the road coach thank you guys so much it's always great speaking with you all right enjoyed it kim mcneil joining us today and uh, the pirates back on the court on friday joe dooley's team will be or excuse me on thursday joe dooley's team back on the court on friday and we'll talk to joe dooley coming up at five o'clock shirley Rhodes, real quick uh i'm in the christmas spirit now so can we run down the prizes that are left in the treasure chest are you prepared uh yeah i've got my list right here by the way who won yesterday 
uh christina macemore won the pirate gift basket from ube okay i got that one and anthony whitehead won the lazy boy recliner okay. from Boston soak furniture all right that's the one i was missing all right i just wanted to make sure my list was the same oh as yeah yours. you weren't here uh yeah and everything <laughs> went fine <laughs> Everything went off without a hitch. All right. Uh, what's left? How about Was a... that a reference? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> that was a reference. Uh, takeout party for 10 from Parker's Barbecue. $100 gift card from Emporium. $100 gift card to ENS Hemp Company. $100 gift card to Fleet Feet. Ultimate party package from Sawyer's Fun Park. $200 gift card to Factory Mattress. $140 gift card to Revive Health and Wellness. Gift basket to Naughty Dog Brewing Company. $100 gift card to Halo. $100 gift card to Bagelman. Bush light neon sign, Bud Light cooler and beach chair, and two 15 packs of Bud Light from Carolina Eagle Distributed. Straight cash, homie. $100 from Sparky Snowballs. Bang, rang. That is what is left inside the treasure chest. And uh, eh, we might not do a giveaway today. Just wanted to let you know what was in there. Just kidding, because we're going to open it up right now. Three one seven one two five zero. Area code two five two three one seven one two five zero. That's the number. All you got to do is call. Well, there's a little more to it than that. Well, Shirley, you got to be the right caller. You got to be the caller twelve. Shirley's got to pick up the phone, talk to you, get you on the air. We'll ask you some questions. And then we'll find out what you have won. That's how it works. Call now, 317-1250. We'll be back with our winner right after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Save lives, be a hero, and make $700 your very first month donating plasma at Griffles Biomat USA. It's the easiest way to make extra money. Start now at Biomat USA on 505 South Memorial Drive. Make up to $700 in a month and save lives now at Griffles Biomat USA. A better donor experience and better pay. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, Eastern North Carolina. Oh, Excuse me, do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? We'll keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio for 18 years. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is Clip Rock. All righty. Shirley Rhodes, CJ Schaefer here in Studio B. Clip Rock here in Studio A. And we... Are making people happy. Well, one person this hour and one person next hour, and then we're making a lot of people upset, <laughs> including Chad Moore, who cannot get in. Uh, he sent us again via Twitter his official call-in times. It appears he went 43 times during that break. Did he get through at all? Nope. A lot okay. of, lot of uh, Just, busy okay. signals. <laughs> Steve Hill says he was caller 11. Whoever caller 6 was, I, I thank you for the uh, the laugh because they said something in response when i said pirate radio your caller six was it and a dirty word it was a dirty word but oh, it was pretty funny a funny dirty word okay. yeah all right well we did have that's one, why i thought it was chad we did have one lucky caller who uh did get in during the break and that caller is jay searles 
who is our big winner in hour number two jay congratulations thanks clip appreciate it yeah uh jay i recognize your name from chiming in on social media and uh but have you won in the treasure chest before not in the treasure chest no all right good we got a first timer on the line here today jay uh what do you do i work at ecu i do uh risk management and insurance for the university okay good deal are you uh planning to make a trip to the bowl game we are going the whole family's going the whole family the family that's, that's great well uh y'all have fun up there jay uh what would you sacrifice to get a win over nc state to start the 2022 season <laughs> um let's see somebody said left something yeah guess my right wow okay you already do you have kids jay <laughs> i do okay so if you don't want any more kids you might as well don't yeah. want any more no but yeah <laughs> all right i like that pirate fans uh willing to, to sacrifice it all for the win over nc state Shirley, you got any christmas related questions or any questions for jay cj you can chime in if you have one favorite christmas song jay favorite christmas song happy holidays okay how's okay. that how's that go uh is, is it happy holidays oh yeah, happy holidays okay yeah, yeah yeah it's an older song all right i don't know yeah, I recognize it. Andy, Andy Williams. Yes, Andy Williams. Yep, that's the one. Yeah. All right, CJ, anything? All right, I'm going to switch it up a little bit for the normal question. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you. I, I love it. Okay. All right. You know, uh, this is one of those movies that I'm not ashamed to say I haven't, I haven't seen it, but I know a lot of people be upset when I say I don't think I've ever seen Die Hard what here come the facebook comments yeah, again. oh facebook is you a monster yeah uh jay i was just handed this note Shirley's so i'm gonna ask handed you a note uh, yes <laughs> this just this is. is a reference okay uh ask jay about his favorite thing oh excuse me ask jay his favorite thing about f3 hmm. <laughs> let me see if i can remember last time i posted out there but uh uh anyway that's that's uh, them telling me to get my butt out there in the morning. <laughs> ah, yep. well, that would explain why I got the post-it note. Was, was that Ellerby? Yeah. Uh, why? Well, yes. Is yes, it was. Recruiting. He is the Nick Saban of F three. <laughs> Tell him I'll be out there at five fifteen tomorrow morning. Here. Oh. All right. All right. Did you hear that, Ellerby? Five fifteen tomorrow morning. He's gonna be there. Santa's coming. <laughs> he's, so he's gonna back. be here. All right, Jay. Uh, we ran down the prizes. Did anything in there you uh, you know you want to win today? No, oh, man. I, I, beggars can't be choosers. I'll just pick out something good. All right, it's all good. So, uh, Shirley, you ready to open it up? Yeah, give me a second here. Yep. Let's open up the treasure chest. I got it right here. We got uh, still a lot to get to, man. That's why we're doubling up today. Maybe do the same tomorrow uh let's see i've got the gift here and all right this is a good one here jay you have just won a gift basket to naughty dog brewing company sweet well that's awesome yes sir so a gift basket to naughty dog some goodies there for you and ellerby uh i would say ellerby will call you but he'll just let you know at 5 30 tomorrow morning how you can redeem this prize how about that 
515. Just tell him to bring it out there, and he can give it to me at 515. <laughs> oh, that Five, sounds like a plan. 515, you will be greeted with a gift basket to Naughty Dog. So, Jay Searles, our winner here. Jay, congratulations. Have fun at the bowl game, man. Hey, thanks, y'all. Good part. All right, there is Jay Searles. He is a winner. Let's see. Where is that on my list? It is right here. And Jay joins the list this is not santa's list or chris jericho's list you just made the list this is our list uh mark hall won the 12 large pizzas from domino's of greenville christina macemore took home the pirate gift basket from ube which is sitting right there and will be redeemed when her or her husband comes and picks it up uh hannah manning her husband's not allowed any of this hundred dollar gift card from chico's if you find brandon manning eating or drinking at chico's you let me know because this is supposed to be all hannah's uh she won that prize anthony whitehead won the lazy boy recliner from Boston sug furniture david stall the 100 gift card to fresh vibes jay searles just won the gift basket to naughty dog brewing company carrie brown won the 100 gift card to tiebreakers jim Dillon won the 100 gift cards in dap house christie's euro pub sidebar and jarvis street bottle shop a uh, one-year free VIP subscription to Hoist the Colors went to Patrick Brown. Jeff Dover took home the $100 gift card to Purple Blossom Yoga Studio. Maybe he'll see Troy D there. And Bob Morfitt won the $100 gift card to Jersey Mike's, a sub above. All right, so we still got a lot of gifts to give away. Including $100 cash. Straight cash homie from Sparky's Snowballs. Homie. All right, uh, <laughs> was that a reference? That was a reference. That was a reference. So homie. many references. Straight up, homie. Totally tubular. Joe Dooley coming up at 5 o'clock. How about this string of guests uh, to get you ready for the military bowl beginning on Wednesday? Wednesday at 5, Mike Houston. Thursday, Ooh. Blake Harrell. Friday, Donnie Kirkpatrick. Monday, Halt Nailers. And a partridge and, and a, a pear, pear tree. tree. That's what I'm talking about. Great lineup of guests coming up right here on Pirate Radio Live. Let's take a break. We'll come back when we return. The big man on campus, Jeff Nadu, will get you ready for your college basketball Tuesday. We'll talk some pirate hoops. We'll uh, talk uh, all things lines and sports related with Jeff Nadu when we return after this. This just this is a reference. Okay. Uh, ask Jay about. Everything okay? Yeah, just stupid computer. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Save lives, be a hero, and make $700 your very first month donating plasma at Griffles Biomat USA. It's the easiest way to make extra money. Start now at Biomat USA on 505 South Memorial Drive. Make up to $700 in a month and save lives now at Griffles Biomat USA. A better donor experience and better pay. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the latest breaking news, interesting stories, and awesome contest that can make you a winner be sure to follow pirate radio on our social media on facebook twitter and instagram at pr927fm join the over fifty thousand followers today 
Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. Alrighty, back with you here on a Tuesday. Glad you're with us. We'll open up the treasure chest coming up next hour. Just opened it up, and Jay Searles took home uh, today's prize, the gift basket to Naughty Dog Brewing Company. Uh, 90s WWE has good uh, good tweets. The one today said, if your female gym teacher didn't look like this, did you even have a physical education? And it's a picture of Greg the Hammer Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> And honest to goodness, I had a PE teacher that looked like that. (laughs) Greg the Hammer Valentine. So uh, that was funny. That's all. Just wanted to make... funny. uh, CJ and Shirley got a kick out of it. I did as well. Hopefully you did. Of all uh, the references you could make, I'll absolutely take the (laughs) wrestling ones. Uh, CJ wearing his cm punk shout out today. chad Moore on twitter for yeah. the uh shout out to me so i'm re-shouting out your shout out ah uh, that's too many shout outs it's a reference to a shout out we're referencing shout outs now uh-huh. good grief uh washington football team placed kendall fuller and tim settle on the COVID 19 list oh my god it's all happening what was there a big party all across the nfl did everybody get together this week i don't know because everybody done got COVID, including christian mccaffrey who's out for yep. the year yeah <laughs> <laughs> like what are we doing so everybody's getting it get it while the getting's good uh, apparently all right moving along let's focus on the sporting events that are taking place uh including some college hoops tonight uh also uh, we'll get into some bowl games and uh i guess recap rough and rowdy a little bit because jeff nadu took part in that on friday he joins us now on the fixed nc live line big man how you doing today I'm great, Clip. How are you? Doing good. Uh, we watched you on Friday night, rough and rowdy, Jeff Nadeau versus Jersey Jerry. The decision went to Jersey Jerry, but I, I said it to you. Friday night, Jeff, and, and I'll say it again, was very proud of you for going the distance. And really, not even just the just proud of you for the fight, but the whole journey, the whole big picture, the weight loss, kind of taking control of your life and, and you know feeling good about yourself where you're at right now. Really... Really proud of you, Jeff. Happy for you, and uh, and it's uh, cool stuff, inspiring stuff, man. I appreciate that clip. I, uh, you know, had a great time, man. It was a great experience. Uh, I learned a lot about myself, and uh, you know, I was really disappointed. I think in my performance. I wish I, you know, I, I, as Dave said, I think Dave made this point one time that you can't really prepare yourself for that until you do it. Yeah. Uh, now that I've done it once, I would do a lot of things different. And I think I. If I ever got another chance, I would do a lot different and look a lot different. I completely abandoned what I wanted to do. Um, I think I had some opportunities late in the fight to, to kind of take hold of it and, and maybe even win it. So, you know, it is what it is. You know, in those kind of fights, Clip, you know, as long as you don't get knocked out and looked, uh, look real bad, um, you know, winning and losing is it is what it is. But, uh, you know, I had a great time, made some money, and, uh, you know, Jerry and I had some good conversation after it, uh, and, and it was a great time. That was kind of the most shocking thing to me. I've honestly never been a big Jersey Jerry fan, even before the feud with you started. It has nothing to do with you, but uh, to see uh, you know him after the fight, you say he went to your room and you guys talked, and the whole buildup was it's about respect, and I, I, I thought it was kind of cool that the, the respect shown from you to him and him to you after the fight, so I, I thought that part of it was cool. Yeah, you know, he came up right at the end, and you know, Clip, it's funny, um, 
to me, the fight really turned once the fight was over and I was asked, what play do you like this weekend? <laughs> pick. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, as I walk back to the dressing room, I'm thinking to myself, wow, you know, if that pick hits, I, mean, I feel like on my own, if that pick hits, like, I feel like people will just be like, you know what? You know, and that was more important to me than, than I think anything at that So point. right after you're doing the interview uh, with Roan uh, outside the ring and he's asking you about the fight and then just springs one on you. Hey, give us a winner, big man. What you like? And you said UConn kills uh, St. Bonaventure on Saturday. And uh, UConn got the win. I don't even know what the line was, but they won by 10, I think. So a legendary post-fight call. That's the first time that's ever happened in the history of mankind, Jeff. I know. And you know what? It made it better because Portnoy bet it and uh, <laughs> Cap bet it and, you know, thousands of Stolies probably bet it. You know, it's interesting, Clip. I saw the line move and I'm thinking to myself, well, I was trending on Friday night, so we probably said move that line. I mean, surely, right? Big man on campus, the line mover joining us today on the show. Uh, good stuff there. I want to tie a bow on this conversation and, and, and get back to it, but like, what's the future? Because there was a lot of talk that if Jeff Nadeau loses, his chapter with Barstool is closed. I think the way the fight went and the end and that bet and everything, I still feel like it's very much open. Uh, what do you say about that? Uh, well, I think as far as Rafa Rowdy, look, I'm going to, I'm actually going to continue training clip, to be honest. Uh, it's something I enjoy doing and, and I'm going to try to really, you know, help myself next time. But as far as fighting, I mean, you know, I obviously would love to fight Rico Bosco. Obviously that would be, um, the one that I would do. The other, uh, person I would like to fight is uh, Vegas Dave. Uh, if you know anything about gambling, you know who Vegas Dave is. Um, but as far as that, I mean, I'm okay with never doing it again. It was a great experience. I will say this. I'll definitely be at the next Rough and Rowdy, February 4th. I can't wait for that. I'd like to definitely uh, you know, catch it as a spectator. But, yeah, yeah it was a great time. I, I don't ever close any doors. Um, you know, you never know what might happen. And if I know Portner the way I do, I'm sure uh, – I'm sure we'll get something out of it. All right, big man. Well, let's get into some college basketball. I had a great Monday night, so I want to keep this rolling. So uh, let's uh, let's start with what's uh, going on tonight. And Memphis, man, a lot of people had this one kind of figured out. The, a lot of talent, but can can Penny get them together? And Penny Hardaway has been very vocal publicly about guys on his team, upperclassmen being jealous of the younger guys, uh, guys not buying in. And he has not just said this within the locker room closed doors. He said it to reporters and everything. So they are a giant mess right now, but can really feel good about themselves. They can pull off a win over a good Alabama team tonight. The line is only three. Alabama by three, total at 155. What the heck's going on with Memphis right now, Jeff? And do they have one in them tonight, or are you like the Tide? Uh, well, look, I got to admit, I bet Memphis. I grabbed four here. Um, and look, Clip, uh, you know, I'm not going to make a lot of contentious points that I think Memphis is anywhere near the caliber of a team that Alabama is. But uh, from a talent standpoint, uh, Memphis can match up surely um, with, with, with Alabama. Um, they just have to clean some things up. And I've seen this game before in college basketball. This reminds me a lot of that Ohio State-Duke game a couple of weeks ago where mm-hmm. the world's falling down around Memphis and – you know, everything's great about Alabama, and yet the line's kind of weirdly low here. There's a lot of things I think Memphis actually does pretty well. I think they're pretty good defensively. They have a massive size advantage in this game. They get to the line a lot, and that's problematic because Alabama uh, can't defend without fouling. I think tonight's the night where you know, Memphis maybe makes free throws, and 
maybe they don't turn their ball over 25% of the time. I think uh, I think Memphis at home really rallies tonight. I think they win this game. Big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau joining us. Let's stick in the American. Houston, big favorites over Louisiana tonight, 23 and a half. And if you got a, a play on that game, I'd love to hear it, Jeff. But how about big picture? Where, you know, how? what's Houston's ceiling? Is it the NCAA championship? Is it the Final Four? What kind of team do you think Kelvin Sampson has long-term here this basketball season? Well, I think, uh, I think they're a Final Four caliber team, right? I mean, they always have just a terrific culture. Um, they're really good on both ends. They rebound the ball like very few others do. They don't turn it over. Um, they've got great guard play. They're just really well oiled. And I liked one of the kids they brought in, a kid Taz Moore. He was at Cal Bakersfield, a four-year player. Um, just a good, long, lengthy kid. He can score the ball a little bit, plays good defense, You know, gives them a nice block percentage rate. Um, they're just a really well-balanced team. I think they're very good. I think they're surely a Final Four caliber team, of course. Jeff Nadeau, uh, what about North Carolina? So they, since losing back-to-back games on back-to-back days to Purdue and Tennessee, they beat Asheville by 19, they crushed Michigan by 21, beat Georgia Tech on the road by 17, just beat Elon by 17. 10-point favorites tonight against Furman. Well, I mean, does this say something about Furman? Or are the Paladins uh, a good opponent tonight? Because that 10 looks a little low. What do you think, Jeff? Well, I think they are a pretty good team. I actually bet this as well. I played UNC's team total. I don't really want to worry about whether UNC defends or not. The one thing I do know is that Furman can't defend anybody. I don't think they can defend me, you, Shirley, Chandler, and and Troy uh, Dreyfus. They're that bad defensively. I think UNC absolutely eats in this game. Uh, Point guard play has been great for them. Their their front line is gigantic. Furman's one of the smallest teams in America. Um, And UNC has been terrific from three. So I think they get to their season average, probably get mid-80s here. I played their team total over 82.5. This number, total-wise, has gotten bet, bet, bet up. Um, I think it's a good game. should be a fun game for a neutral to watch. Probably, I think, hangs. You know, good offensive team, always well-coached. I just don't trust them on the defensive end. All right, there's a few games going on tonight, Jeff. Anything else on the college basketball slate we should keep an eye out for? Uh, you know, Clip, Monmouth is a 10-0 and against the spread. 10-0. Hmm. Uh, they're the best team in America against the number. Um, and you're starting to see a lot of people that key in on that. People know now that Monmouth is the best team in the country against the number. Now they're off a huge win against an ACC team. They're going to go two nights later on the road up to Yale as a kind of inflated favorite. I like uh, Yale tonight. Good, well-coached team, solid group. Don't turn the ball over. Take a lot of good shots and are pretty solid from three. I like Yale tonight. I think they end this streak and beat Monmouth. All right, the Monmouth run comes to an end. Jeff, uh, while we got you here, let's look at some bowl games coming up this weekend uh, as they begin on the 17th. Toledo, 10.5 point favorite over Middle Tennessee, total at 51. Coastal, 10.5 point favorite against Northern Illinois, total at 63. Those are the two games coming up on the 17th, which is Friday. Uh, any uh, action going on in these early bowl games, Jeff? I would say I'm in big early, but I have played a couple of bowls if you're interested yeah, yeah. already. Um, one I played SMU and um, uh, Virginia over 71. This one's come down a little bit from 72 and a half. I have a hard time understanding who stops who in this game. 
Both these teams are top 10 in passing offense. Both are terrible in the secondary. Both have really good quarterbacks. Um, this is an early start. As long as I think we get good weather here, that's a little concerning here just because it's at Fenway, I believe. Um, you know, obviously it's a baseball stadium, but I'll stay a little bit more abreast of that situation. I think we're still fine knowing that. Uh, I already played Pittsburgh as well. I grabbed uh, plus two and a half against Michigan State. Not really sure why they're a favorite. Uh, you know, while Michigan State can run the football, they can't stop anybody. They have the worst pass defense in America this season. I think Kenny Pickett absolutely shreds them. Jeff, looking at the uh, college football playoff games, because I have not looked at the lines in a while, uh, a week or so, but Georgia minus eight, Alabama 13 and a half. I don't think there's been much movement at all in these games. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but do you think these are the numbers we're going to see once we get to December 31st? Like outside of a major injury, there will be no opt outs, obviously. So you think these lines are going to be staying pretty pat here? I would say so. I mean, I think you're getting some value with Michigan. I think eight's something I, I kind of want. I think defensively, I mean, Georgia's really, really good, but so is Michigan. I mean, this is a low-scoring game. I think possessions are going to be at a standstill, and I think offensively, Michigan's better. I, I, I really like what this team's been able to do. I'd have put this number a little bit lower. As far as Cincinnati, Alabama, um, I, I think it's probably priced where it should be. Um yeah, Cincinnati has a great secondary, and they're going to really lean on it in this game. Uh, it's really a question of can they just kind of score with Alabama. Um, look, Alabama scores against everybody. They're able to score against Georgia. They're going to score against Cincinnati. Uh, it's really a question of can Cincinnati score. I actually lean over, actually. This one's ticked up a little bit. I think it's like a, I don't know, 34-24 type of game, something like that. I think it'll ink its way over the number probably. Jeff Nadeau joining us today on the Pirate Radio Live line. Jeff, can we reconvene with you Thursday? Of course. I want to get into Washington, Philly then, and uh, we'll talk more lines and things like that. Can you give us a uh, – I like to do this with our crew here, but you uh, you know lines better than anyone. Could you – and I'll put you on the spot here. East Carolina plays Liberty in Charlotte, so this will be a neutral site game on friday 1 30 it's part of a quadruple header at the spectrum center that nc state's playing st bonaventure some other games how about neutral site liberty ecu basketball could you give us your uh your guess of an opening line for that one uh i would probably say liberty three and a half okay probably fair i mean i don't i think they're probably you know a little bit better than east carolina uh you know, defensively, I think they're better. But, you know, yeah, I don't think it's it's much. Look, if I get three and a half, I'd lean ECU. Uh, they are uh, – they, they've overcompensated what I thought they'd do this year. And Really, Jeff, so far they've kind of – and they've had some narrow lines where they were favorites, but I, wa- I want to say they've won every game they were a favorite in, and then their two losses, Oklahoma, which had them on the ropes. Davidson, man, they – had a double-digit lead at halftime and blew it, but they were underdogs in those games. So they've kind of won the games they're quote-unquote supposed to win, lost the games they were supposed to lose kind of thing. No, exactly right. And that, that's something I think as a team, you know, if you're Joe Dooley, I mean, that's that's kind of what you want. It sets you up for conference play. Look, it's yeah. not going to be easy in conference. You know, there are uh, probably nine or, you know, eight or nine-win team in conference, but, you know, they're building something. And, and again, when you can – you know, obviously be optimistic, but you, you are better than than you think. It's it's good as a fan, and this is what Joe's always been able to do there. So, you know, good for him. 
Jeff, uh, appreciate the chat, man. Have a great rest of uh, your Tuesday evening. We'll reconvene with you coming up on Thursday. You can follow him on Twitter at JeffNADU. Uh, you can check out uh, his premium picks and, and thoughts on all the games. Uh, Patreon.com slash BMOC. And if you're into the mob and mob history, the sit-down podcast, download that right now. Anything else we should know about, Jeff? No, I think that's it right now, Clip. Uh, as always, I appreciate you uh, having me on, and uh, talk to you Thursday. All right. Thank you, big man. There's Jeff Nadeau joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. Let's take a timeout. Come back. Final hour of the show. Coming up next, ECU head basketball coach Joe Dooley. Bit of a off time for the Pirates. They went from last Tuesday to now without playing a game. And the next one is uh, not until Friday against Liberty. We will preview that one, talk about the season so far, get an injury update, all that coming up with Joe Dooley when we return. Also, we'll make you a winner. Open up the treasure chest once again. It's all ahead. Hour three of Pirate Radio Live. We roll on after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Quality Equipment is your full-service John Deere dealer with 28 locations to serve you. Quality Equipment is open in Winterville and next to Sam's Club. Or you can visit qualityequip.com to find the location near you. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Rock. Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. Hour 1 is going to be fun on Friday, hopefully, because East Carolina plays at 1.30. It'll be ECU Liberty uh, in basketball in Charlotte. So I guess the first 30 minutes or so of Friday's show is going to be a live watch-along. We'll be watching the tail end of that game and hopefully pulling the Pirates uh, through for a victory. It would be their best win of the season to date if they can pull it off against Liberty. As Jeff Nadu just said, they'll be an underdog in that game. He projects around three and a half points, three, three and a half uh, to Liberty. So... Should be a good one coming up Friday. Looking forward to that. We will talk some Pirate basketball now. We'll open up the treasure chest coming up in just a little bit. So get ready for that. But right now, we'll hear from the head basketball coach of the Pirates, Joe Dooley, who joins us on the Pirate Radio Live line. Coach, appreciate your time. How you doing today? I'm good. How are you guys? Hey, doing great and uh, ready for some more basketball. Long layoff here, so an opportunity for the guys to take care of their exams, get some practice in, and hopefully, Coach, get healthy as well. And uh, and, and let's start there. Last time we saw the Pirates on the floor, Alonzo Frank unable to go due to injury. Brandon Suggs missed the second half. So how about health-wise uh, with your team right now as you head into the Friday game against Liberty? How are you guys doing there? Definitely better. Uh, you know, Frank will be back. Zoe will be back. And been practicing. Brandon's ankle is doing much better. He was able to practice on Sunday, so we're expecting him to be fine. And then uh, Luigi is back in the country, so he's been able to get back and practice, and uh, he's all healthy, so we'll, uh, we'll we'll get ready to get after it. Good news there. And, and Coach, I know you're tired of this question. Has there been, uh, I guess, a, a long-term decision made on Winston Tabs as far as him playing this year? Where is he at uh, currently right now? There's a, a number of 
variables and scenarios. Uh, we'll probably have some conclusions on that. He's meeting with a specialist here in the next couple of days, and uh, they're going to you know, figure out the best course of action, both for the long-term and for the, for the short-term and for the long-term for, for his future. And I know you you were hoping he'd be able to go here thus far in the season. He has not, but uh, you got to be happy with your your guard play to this point. We've seen Tristan Newton take a, another step, get to another level, and and other guys chipping in at the guard position. So, how do you feel right now without Tabs in the backcourt? Well, I mean, you know, you go into the season envisioning one thing, and then it doesn't happen. So you have to adjust. I mean, like you said, those guys really stepped up. I think the biggest thing, you know, we envisioned Winston, you know, maybe Tristan has picked up some of those points, but we, from a proven scorer standpoint, obviously Winston was the most reliable or the, probably the most proven scorer of anybody. Uh, but then when you don't have him, you got to readjust, figure some things out. Um, you know, it's given some of those younger guys, for example, a guy like R.J. Felton, some more opportunities, and uh, I think he's getting better, and I, I think he'll continue to get better. I think Javon... Uh, we'll, we'll figure some of this stuff out. We'll get him incorporated here some, someday soon in the backcourt. So uh, it, it is what it is. So you just keep adjusting. Joe Dooley joining us, Coach. Uh, eight and two start to the season. Seven and zero oh at home. One and two uh, at a neutral site. And you'll be in Charlotte coming up on Friday. I don't recall an ECU schedule like this where you don't go on the road during the non-conference. And is this an ideal non-conference schedule for you? Would you, if you had your way, like to mix in a tough road game before conference play? What, what do you think about the schedule this year? Well, we scheduling is a little more complex than even I originally thought when I got into coaching. And, and the, the we were scheduled to go to Old Dominion this year. They had to back that up because Old Dominion didn't come to us last year. So when that game was postponed, we had planned on playing at Old Dominion this year. So when you do the schedule a year in advance, you were figuring that that would be a road game. Uh, the neutral court games, this game that we're playing here, was supposed to be played last year. So that would have allowed you to probably start, possibly start another road series. Uh, we did talk to a number of people about playing starting road series. Some of the problems are the dates don't correspond. You know, for example, we're in exams from last Wednesday to this Wednesday. Uh, other people start exams on Monday. Uh, so there's there's a whole bunch of variables when you start talking about scheduling. I, I would have liked to have played on the road. Uh, yeah, I mean, now with that being said, we'll have played four neutral court games. So, uh, you know, we'll see how that goes. You know, it, it, it is what it is. I, you know, next year we've already got a road game at Old Dominion. We're trying to figure, figure out an MTE. Uh, we'd like to play another neutral court game like this type of deal if we can get in the Hall of Fame or a, uh, a Hoops Hall or one of these type of deals. And I, I think it just helps our program and gets to play against really good competition. Yeah, I love those uh, those tournaments, and especially the one you guys were in this year. You got uh, a good Oklahoma team, had them on the ropes, were able to pick up a win against Old Dominion, and then and, you know had a big lead against Davidson before they were able to come back. So you got to see some good competition, and, and also kind of get you ready for a, a postseason tournament environment when you're playing all those games on back-to-back days. So, uh, you know, how important are those, Coach? How, how much do you take away from uh, those tournaments like you had in Myrtle Beach this year? No, but- they're really good. And the other things, you look at the Nets. I mean, Oklahoma's a 34 in the net, I believe. Those yeah. are 41 or 42 in the net. Those things also help your net rank. And, and let, let's be honest, in order for us to schedule better, we have to, we have to get our net down. People aren't going to schedule people with high nets because it's uh, it's bad for their at-large opportunities and for their, their, their RPI and their net. So, uh, you know, that, that's something we've done. I mean, we've gone from 307 to the 140s and 150s. So, I do think that we got to continue to get that better in order to schedule better. We've got to keep getting better, and that's that's also a factor in the way other people schedule. You know, just call up so-and-so and say, hey, let's play. They're researching your net and your roster and all those yeah. things and dates. 
And how fine of a line is it, Coach? Because there's a point where, yeah, they don't want to play you because it won't benefit them from a net standpoint. Then if you get too good, they don't want to come to your place because they might lose. So do you really believe if you do get that net up, you'll be able to schedule some some higher you know quality opponents? Well, I think there's there's a lot you know for recruiting. Like let's let's use Florida State for example. I mean, you could say let's start a series with Florida State. Well, why would they come play us when they've already played X amount of games in the state of North Carolina? Yeah. Uh, so there's there's some variables like that. Or you know, let's play a Big Ten school. Well, the Big Ten schools really aren't recruiting the Carolinas, so they're not going to be able to bring. They're going to go places where it benefits them recruiting. And there's some of that from a variable. Then obviously the the, the Blue Bloods are playing in a you know in a Maui or a. You know, uh, they they've got to play X amount of home games. For example, a place like Kansas, because that's where their revenue comes from. You know, the, the ticket revenue from basketball. So you've got to play a certain amount of home games because those season tickets are a vital part of their their university or their athletic department income. Joe Dooley joining us uh, today on Pirate Radio Live. Coach, it seems like every year you go into it and and officials have been told to keep an eye on this or call it tighter, call it looser. Uh, I think I've heard uh, a few flop warnings this year. How about going into this season and early in the season? Have there been anything uh, officiating-wise that have been different, that they've been focusing on, that you and your team have had to adjust to? Well, I mean, it's uh, it's – I think they usually emphasize the same things. I think as the season goes along, like you said, there's some some guys will continue. There's the emphasis of those guys will go back to the way it's been. Uh, you know, it seems like you know they've they've relaxed a little bit with the Euro step and some of the footwork stuff around. Uh, you know, on the offensive end to give the offense a little bit more of an advantage, which is is, is what it is. And uh, but I, as far as the officiating, I think it's been you know consistent like it was last year, and uh, really haven't seen that big of a difference. Joe Dooley joining us, Coach Vance Jackson, AAC, a player of the week, and put together some great offensive performances. And I don't know if he got off to a slow start, but did not. Uh, I don't know. We heard so much about him preseason that that we, I guess, expected maybe a little too much out of the gate. So is it a confidence thing? Is it being comfortable with his teammates and being on the floor? What's been the reason for his outburst the last uh, few games for the Pirates? Well, just like you talked to, I think there's a number of variables uh, I think one of them is everybody getting comfortable with each other, uh, which is one factor. I think, you know, him getting figuring out his role and us figuring out ways to get him involved in the offense. And, you know, we said this jokingly, you know, the other coach knows what he's doing too. So sometimes it's just an emphasis on who they're going to try to take out of the game. I mean, it's, you know, you could no catch him. You could not help off him, all those type of deals. So sometimes there's some variables in there, in there. And then I think, the other, you know, he, he made some good open shots the other day. He also made a couple pull-ups. Uh, you know, which I think he's got to incorporate the one, two dribble pull up, which he's getting better at. And uh, I think those those things are all all important factors. Coach, I want to ask you about a couple of guys a week or two before the season started. We talked to Antoine Jackson and kind of ran over some players with him and, and got to the end of the list. And he, he spoke up about Brandon Johnson and said, this guy is diving all over the floor. He's hustling, playing defense. So it kind of perked my ears up a little bit. And then sure enough, the games start and he's out there playing key minutes, getting rebounds, doing the dirty work and also uh, adding points on the offensive end. Is he playing, uh, you know, did you expect this type of early performance? from Brandon Johnson when you brought him in? Well, as a freshman, you know, he, he's he's figuring some things out. He's aggressive. He's, I think he's leading or tied for first in the, in the AAC in, in rebounding. Um, uh, he's just a puppy, and I think that's the good news. I think he'll continue to get better. He's a very willing learner. Uh, he, he wants to get better. He wants to be good. Uh, he plays hard. 
Um, and I think the cool thing for him is I do think his best days are in front of him. And, uh, you know, we've got him for three more years after this. So we'll, we'll hope, you know, he'll have a whole summer in the weight room. Uh, Jason Martinez, our strength coach, will have an opportunity to keep building with him. And, uh, you know, he's, he, he's part of a good young nucleus of guys that we have. And you mentioned R.J. Felton earlier. This guy is a different type of athlete. I remember specifically one move in Myrtle Beach. He was going so fast, he, he ran out of bounds. And we've seen him launch a few air balls from threes. I, I mean, I don't know if he gets too excited out there, but, man, he is. He will lock you down defensively. We've seen he can shoot the three, and uh, he can do some damage when he gets to the rim. Is he kind of still putting it all together as a basketball player? And I, I can't wait to see this guy grow day to day. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's 10 games into his freshman year. So, I mean, he's, I think the, the compliment with, with, with RJ is that, you know, he's, he's, he's turned up all the time. I'd rather have to teach guys to turn it down a little bit to turn right. it up, but you don't have to tell him to turn it down. Uh, I do think some of the things are, you know, uh, you know, he's making, you know, errors of trying too hard, which I can deal with that now. I mean, just every once in a while, you got to reel him back in like you do with all the freshmen, but, uh, it's not a lack of effort. I mean, he, you know, he does some things that you, you know, I work for, uh, work for, when I work for Coach Self. He said this about a player. He makes plays like he, that you can't coach. And sometimes he makes plays like he's never been coached. And we got to get it where it's, it's more of those ones. And he does things from a natural ability standpoint that you can't teach at times. And, uh, great effort, you know, hard worker. So I just think he'll, he'll learn and he'll figure it out. Uh, Coach, we talked to, to Sassy more a lot. He, he brings this up about just the camaraderie amongst the players, and you kind of see it on the court. We don't get to see day to day practice uh, the team, you know, together on a plane or on a bus, but we can see it on the court. And you know, a lot of smiling, a lot of high fiving. They're chanting defense on the bench. It, it really does seem like the the guys like each other. Which you know, you, you don't have to to like your teammate, but it, it, it certainly can help, right? It seems like you got a good group of guys there this year. It definitely makes it a lot easier and. Uh, I do think, you know, I think that all of us should be appreciative that we're going to play in those crowds. You know, you know, a year ago, uh, you know, the uncertainty of what we're going to do, we're missing games, and uh, I think they like each other. I think they try to root for each other. Um, it's like everything else. It does make it a lot easier if they get along, which these guys do, and uh, I think the, the older guys are trying to show the younger guys, you know, we've got, you know, we've got to keep getting better, and there's some things we can do, and they, they've worked pretty hard at it. Coach Liberty on the way coming up on Friday. The Flames always a uh, solid opponent and have uh, have beaten East Carolina in past meetings. So, uh, what about this year's Liberty Flames? What uh, have you seen from them so far? Well, I, you know, reading their game notes and obviously watching them, they're one of I think it was eight eight teams in the country that's won twenty or more the last five years, hmm. and they've been on to quite a you know they were fifth in the nation in scoring defense last year. They're ninth in the nation in scoring defense this year. Uh, the kid McGee, I mean, almost half, of, over half of their total shots are three-point attempts. Uh, the kid McGee is a, is a terrific scorer. He can make some Steph-like Perry shots. I'm not comparing him to Steph Curry. He's a really good college player, but I mean, he he makes and takes difficult shots with better guarded uh, from long range. You just can't get frustrated by it because he's going to take them. He's going to make them. Uh, the McDowell kid is is uh, shooting about almost 50 percent from three. That's a tough matchup. Very experienced, but very slow, deliberate. You know, pace of play, uh, very similar. They play almost identical to Virginia. So it's a low possession. Uh, you know, their their speed of play is in the three fifties. Um, so that that makes it for a different type of game. Coach, uh, how much are you able to? You know, what's what's recruiting like this time of year as far as uh, basketball starting in high school and and the, you know the the portal and, and following everything. How much are you able to do uh, in season with recruiting? 
Well, we, you know, there's a lot of tournaments, which is good because you get to see multiple teams. Uh, we're allowed a certain amount of days to go out, so when you're able to go to a classic or a, you know, an invitational and there's eight teams or 12 teams, you're able to see a number of kids in one day. Uh, we're allowed to recruit all the way through, which is now allowed out to 24th, 25th, and 26th of December is a dead period by the by the uh, NABC and by the NCAA. So uh, every other day is live. Uh, there's a bunch of events that we'll be panning out to, and uh, you know, we play the 21st, so we'll, we'll, we'll get some other events here and uh, be nosing around on a couple of these deals. And then also, uh, you know, the other thing, we've been practicing for our guys is coming out of exams. And, uh, and Coach, I, when I used to go out to football practice uh, early on when I got here to Pirate Radio, Donnie Kirkpatrick, offensive coordinator, is a Washington fan like myself, and I'd go out there and say, hey, did you, you see the game? And he's like, no, I, you know, I was watching film. I had to work. We had practice. They, they never get to watch other games. How about you? Uh, do you get to flip on a, a basketball game or an NFL Sunday? Do you get any time to, to actually sit down and, and watch games? I, I try to get up early and watch, do what I need to do or else. I, I don't watch, you know, I'm a, I'm a Giants fan, so I haven't watched in years because we've been terrible. <laughs> uh, that, that was a choice. But, uh, I, you know, I will turn when I'm done with stuff. I will nose through. If, you know, if there's teams in our league playing. I'll try to watch that. Uh, there's teams or people that I know. We've got a game on TV or something like that. Or I'll definitely watch that just so I can see what they're doing. Just, you know, friends that are coaching. Uh, you know, but I, I I try to watch. You know, if we play on a Saturday on Friday night, since it's already done, I'll try to watch some NBA action, some things that you know, you know, a little wrinkle or something like that. Because obviously they do it at the highest level. So just watch a little bit of that. And just keep your mind sharp. Uh, Coach, it probably doesn't shock you uh, being inside of it and knowing how much talent is spread across the entire college basketball landscape that in the sixth week of the AP Top 25 poll, we've already had four number ones, Gonzaga, Duke, Purdue, and now Baylor, the defending champion, number one. And uh, it looks like it's going to be one of those years where we just see a lot of teams at the top and a lot of upsets along the way, I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I, I, I watched a little bit of Baylor and Bill and Oven. You know, it's a you're know, holding Dylan over to 37 points. That's you. They got that, that before the four minute timeout of the of the, of the first half. Um, so that they get that in a, in a game and replacing four starters, the young kids that they have. Obviously, Coach Drew's done a great job. Scott's done a great job. Just watching them. You know, I've, I've seen I've seen Gonzaga uh, on a given night. They could win it on a given night. UCLA could win it. Uh, on a given night, Duke could win it. Uh, on a given night, Kansas could win it. So that, I think that's what makes college basketball a lot of fun i mean I, you know villanova will be back that was a little bit of a rough stretch the other day but you know it's you know there's 64 of them or 68 teams gets a term and then once it starts getting going there's always something that gets a little hot at the end or end of the season and through the tournament there's a there's a handful of you know 10 to 12 teams that uh, depending upon the night could probably win a national title joe dooley joining us coach liberty coming up friday 1 30 and then a week from today at noon uh the pirates will tip off with southern miss december 21st so that's an early noon tip off so with that 1 30 and the noon tip off is that you know is that something you'll worry about as you get closer to it or are you already telling your team hey we got to wake up get ready we got some early games coming up well i think mean, that's We'll, we'll we'll adjust practice a little bit with the noon. You know that that could happen any time. I, I say to our guys all the time. I don't care what time you play. You should be excited to play because you get to play. And you know if, if uh, we'll, you know the one thirty deal is fine. We'll, we'll just adjust a little bit. We'll practice a little bit earlier on Sunday and Monday uh, for the Southern Miss deal next next week, and we'll practice early here on Thursday. We 
bus over to 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 uh, Charlotte because we'll practice it. We'll get to shoot in the arena that, that afternoon, late that afternoon. So just to get a little feel for the backdrops and the, and the, the, all those type of deals, get a feel for the arena, uh, which is different because of, you know it was just the way they're set up. So we'll get our guys over there and let them shoot for about forty five minutes. And then we'll get our feet up and then we'll get over there a little bit early on Friday and get some more shots up. Great day of basketball coming up. Quadruple header in East Carolina. Liberty in the first game there. One thirty coming up Friday. Back home next Tuesday. And then conference uh, play opens up Wednesday, December 29th at home against Wichita State. Uh, we'll have a uh, hopefully a good crowd for that one as the Shockers come to town. Coach, we'll wrap it up here. I've been asking all my guests, uh, what was a uh, young Joe Dooley's you know, favorite Christmas gift? Was it something basketball related or uh, away from basketball? What, what did young Joe Dooley enjoy waking up to on Christmas? I guess it was probably a new basketball uh, <laughs> or something like that. So uh, we were very fortunate, had you know very supportive parents, took great care of my, my brother and I, and had a lot of good Christmas. But that was probably some uh, some of my favorite stuff. Good stuff. Coach, I appreciate your time. We'll uh, do it again down the road, and good luck on Friday uh, picking up a W. Thanks. Have a great day. Appreciate it. There is Joe Dooley joining us on Pirate Radio Live. And any uh, he had a cool bike or – I don't know. Uh, something. Uh, just a basketball. A new basketball. That's all you want. That's all you need. A new basketball. All right. Um, we don't have any basketballs in the treasure chest, but we got a lot of stuff in here, Shirley, and we got to get rid of it. Everything must go. So let's open it up right now. 317-1250. Second treasure chest prize of the day will be awarded to one lucky caller, and that caller will be caller number 12 right now. 317-1250, 317-1250. Jump in now, be caller 12, and we'll talk to you and find out what you've won when we return on Pirate Radio Live right after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. At Angel Oak, they continue to make customer service a number one priority. A local mortgage advisor is the key to your transaction success. The combination of their local team's experience and Angel Oak's wide offering of products from standard conventional government and portfolio loans has something for every financial situation. For more information, call Talbot Green, Joanne Weir, or Wanda Hager at 751-2060. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Brock. All righty. Treasure chest season. How difficult is it to get in? How difficult has it been for Chad Moore to get in? Chad's not our winner, but he is so excited that he got to hear Shirley's voice. He was caller number six. Oh, was he? And he is celebrating the fact that it was not busy for him for the first time this season. Yeah, a friend of mine just texted me and said, I was caller number 11. Ooh. I was like, ouch. So close, so close. But there can only be one, and that one today in Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live is Kevin Ainge, lucky caller number 12. Kevin, congratulations. Uh, thanks, man. Yes, sir. And, uh, Kevin, I believe I've 
seen your name pop up uh, interacting with the show so uh you've uh, been around a fan of pirate radio have you ever won inside the treasure chest uh no i have not all right two first timers today on the show good Ooh. stuff uh kevin what do you do um i'm a carpenter oh nice all right yep good deal uh kevin uh let's see what else shirley you know you want to know anything about kevin uh no is die hard a christmas movie yes but lethal weapon is more of a christmas movie than die hard oh okay interesting Interesting. oh that's right because it, it takes place around christmas time uh chandler you got any questions Nah. All right. Thank you, Chandler. Good. Hey, good. Good contribution to the show today. Yeah. No. No problem. <laughs> Kevin, I know the answer to this because of the spelling of your last name, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Are you related to Danny Ainge? I have actually been asked that plenty of times. The spelling is actually different, but um, I always just tell people he's my second cousin. So. Second, yeah, because it's A I N. Correct. G E. Second cousin of Danny Ainge. Uh, Kevin Ainge joining us. Kevin, uh, tell you what we can do. We can run over the prizes real quick, Shirley. You ready to do this one more time? Yeah, hold on. Let me grab my sheet here. All right, do that. All right, go ahead. Takeout party for 10 from Parker's Barbecue. $100 gift card from Emporium. $100 gift card to ENS Hemp Company. $100 gift card to Fleet Feet. Ultimate party package from Sawyer's Fun Park. $200 gift card to Factory Mattress. $140 gift card to Revive Health and Wellness. Uh, $100 gift card to Halo Home. $100 gift card to Bagel Main uh bush light neon sign bud light cooler and beach chair and two 15 packs of bud light from carolina eagle distributing and a fresh crisp benjamin a 100 dollars straight cash prize from sparky snowballs so kevin out of all those prizes left in the chest what would you like i was actually hoping for the uh lazy boy but uh obviously that's gone so um actually i'm happy with anything all right well maybe you can win a prize and find Anthony Whitehead and see if he wants to trade the Lazy Boy for your prize. Ooh. Could have a uh, deal made. All right, so uh, we're going to open it up. I'm going to pull a sheet out here. And I got one. And that one is... A $140 gift card to Revive Health and Wellness. All right. All right. So, uh, carpentry work, manual labor. You need to get your health right, your wellness right. And, Kevin, you'll be able to uh, do that with a $140 gift card to Revive Health and Wellness. Ellerby will contact you, Kevin, and tell you how you can redeem this prize out of the treasure chest. Yeah, I think that's kind of opposite of a uh, lazy boy, so that might actually work out. All right, good deal. Well, Kevin, appreciate you tuning in, man, and congratulations, and uh, happy new year, happy holidays, Merry Christmas. All right, thank you. Yes, sir, thank you. All right, Kevin Ainge joins our winners list, Shirley Rhodes. They actually have some awesome setups over there at Revive Health and Wellness. They got some recliners you can sit in while you get your IV hydration. So he can Um, use his uh, card while sitting in a lazy boy. I don't know if it's a lazy boy, but it is a recliner, and but they're very, but they are very comfortable. I have sat in them myself, so uh, go over there and see Samantha Casper, and uh, get the feeling right. Samantha Casper is uh, friendly. Oh, that Chandler. was a reference. Chandler. 
didn't get the reference i did get the reference oh you just didn't laugh or even crack a smile do we are i should have laughed because it was a reference are we okay who? Uh, yeah, for, yeah for a hot second he looked very annoyed yeah i feel like we've got do we have beef have you, do we have beef yeah I mean, the Jizzle once said, "Unnecessary beef is more cows to breed." Uh huh. That was yeah. a that was a reference. Great line. word. <laughs> word. Word to your mother. <laughs> cool. <laughs> do you do you think? Oh, I, neat story. Am I the guy with the uh, backwards hat saying hello, fellow kids? Hello. I think it's okay to make a Jizzle reference. That's from like 1994. Now, if I made a new rap, you had a problem with it you have a problem with everything i do i like that reference all right fine because it was a reference shut up all right let's uh take a time out we'll come back more to go on pirate radio live we'll try to get to the root of the issue with chandler and i clear up our we can't be we can't be fighting during the holidays no so next segment is going to be a therapy session yeah (laughs) no we're going to show people how you should handle your problems with other people (laughs) Holidays are a stressful time. Yeah, for but everyone. beating people up is not good television. It, I totally disagree with that. <laughs> Strong disagree. It's not great radio, but it is great television. All right, we'll take a time out. Come back. We'll have more for you on Pirate Radio Live when we return after these words. of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. It was a rough day for the stock market. The Dow fell 106 points and closed at 35,544. NASDAQ was also down 175 at 15,237, and the S&P dropped 34 points at 4,634. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Clip. All right. uh, Welcome back to Pirate Radio Live. Congratulations to our winners today, Kevin Ainge and... Jay Searles, our winners on this Tuesday. We'll open up the treasure chest once again on Wednesday. Before we uh, took a break, we were talking about Chandler and I having beef. And I used a uh, line from an old genius song, Unnecessary Beef is More Cows to Breed. Mike uh, using lines from an old rap song in the 90s. Trivia question for Chandler and CJ. It doesn't have anything to do with the Washington football team. All right. Um, Mike says Chandler is going to make his enemies start his Jeep. He also says Chandler needs Gats from Carolina Caliber to go to sleep. Uh, what artist had the song What's Beef? What rap artist in the 90s? What's it called? Uh, it's called What's Beef? Beef is when you make your enemies start your Jeep. Beef is when you need two Gats to go to sleep. Name a rap artist from the 90s. Uh, Tupac. CJ, your guess is? 
Bone Thugs and Harmony. All right. Uh, you're all around it, but the answer is the uh, Notorious. Big. B-I-G. With the hit. Baby. What's Beef? So there you go. There's your trivia for today. We'll have trivia for you Wednesday night on at AJ's at 8 o'clock. So, on AJ's? Well, yeah. Okay. I messed it up, Chandler. We Sometimes our words. How many words do I say from 3 to 6 every day? At least two. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I screw it up. But Chandler, I want to say to you, I appreciate you. I appreciate you too, buddy. You, uh, you really do do a good job. Thank you you so do too we roast the ones we love and uh i would like to squash our beef i'm squashing it right now you can't see it but i'm squashing it all right you know in baseball when i grew up playing baseball they said squash the bug yep we're squashing the beef all right squash the beef it's over friends again i love you all right love you too that's how it's done that's how it's done people that's all you got to do just uh man up apologize and the world will you know what i just do what do you do shirley dead air <laughs> i don't know what are you doing what do you do you're dead to me oh god good god all right how many people have you killed how many oh people my dead to me list figuratively figuratively oh that list is very long <laughs> that list is very long all right fair enough um, I, can, I can you know how they say you know some people you know you shouldn't hold a grudge I'm the queen of holding a grudge. You got a great grip. Oh, yeah. Top 10 all-time grip. Oh, yeah. CJ, what are you trying to get into? Can I just... I, I put a poll out on my Twitter about if Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I'm getting a horrible amount of no's. I, I feel slighted. Why is this a thing? Why? What's the... What, what's the why do people get emotional about this? It's a Christmas movie. It takes place on Christmas Eve into Christmas Day. So... I mean, it has nothing to do with actual Christmas, but it's it's a Christmas Eve banquet. Therefore, it takes place at Christmas, so it's a Christmas movie. Are you offended? People say no. Thoroughly offended. It's a great movie. It just should just get the respect as it is as a Christmas movie. Well, I hope for you that poll goes the way you want it, and you have a great evening and a Merry Christmas. All right. Uh, Redbeard has tipped me off to this. The swag list is out. The swag list for the military bowl and all the other bowls. And it looks like... So what are we getting for the military bowl? We are getting nothing. Well, I know that. <laughs> I'm saying... Now, if we could somehow fake our way onto the team... Yes. Chandler, you're a long snapper. You know what? I am. If you could, for us, find an extra uniform we we can talk to some people over there just show up brian, and then just say you're with the team get on the trip with brian bailey yeah and fake your way onto the team um you already have a fake vax card now you can get a fake uh player id now why in the world would you say that oh, oh no why would you say that why would you throw out that misinformation and you know what Oh, what what is that? What is this? Oh wait, the beef is back that we have. The beef is back. Beef back. Have you, have you ever heard of a cow ant? You can't kill him. I just tried to kill that beef, and it's back. I have never heard of a what cow ant? A killer cow ant? Uh yeah, you're not from where I'm from. Buddy. Yeah, they're called cow killers. Cow killers. Is that a, re is that a reference? Yeah. <laughs> that is a that reference. is a reference. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, no, I got you mixed up with Antonio Brown. All you football players are the same to me. I know, right? Just jocks. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, if Chandler could do that, uh, he could win us, Shirley, a $350 MasterCard gift card Ooh. by University Fan Cards. That's three cards in a matter of like five words. MasterCard gift card by University Fan Cards. Also, wireless headphones and a beanie a beanie boy is the economy bad what are we doing here guys <laughs> i what? expected more wait th- those are the only three things that they're getting that's what i'm seeing here uh from brobible.com okay so can you find me an equally 350 equally, dollars well no no, no 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 that, there's nothing really to, there's yeah, nothing to yeah, sneeze at yeah, a beanie's good. important it's getting cold how about a turtleneck absolutely there's people in this world that would kill for a beanie they would sacrifice for a beanie all right was that also another reference (laughs) Uh, i really shouldn't have brought up the reference earlier oh you wore it out oh no yeah i wore it out yeah (laughs) you're right you did how did i i just mentioned a reference and then y'all continue to do it throughout the show all right fiesta this is what happens fiesta ball gets a playstation 5 and a video game it doesn't say the game just like any old game well unless those head uh, unless those wireless headphones are more than a hundred bucks that's a lot less than what you're getting i think they're from five below (laughs) 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 um all right so which means it takes about five minutes before they stop working houston's going to now i don't know what a gift suite is but I see a lot of that on the list. It's probably something really nice and cool, but I don't know. A gift suite? Yeah. Probably a room where they've got the swag in there, and then you just go and pick something. Not a sweet gift, but a gift suite. Gift suite. Uh, but they get a gift suite, a hat, an ice shaker bottle, and a shadow kit. The hell is a shadow kit? Anybody know what a shadow kit is? I'm going to Google it up real quick. Shadow kit, safe search off. <laughs> <laughs> shadow kit digital juice shadow kit photo affordable lighting modification kit Uh, maybe it's like a light of some sort for like social media like when people record themselves for social media i got the shadow kit i don't know i don't know what a shadow kit is yeah it doesn't have an image of one um when you google it if you google it it pulls up yeah there's weird stuff going on oh, okay all right so i don't know what's going on we so, gotta take another break soon shadow kit not before we tell you that the jimmy kimmel la bowl presented by stifle gets a jr 286 duffel bag bump box bluetooth speaker maui gym sunglasses fitting commemorative football water bottle gift card to be determined i would like a commemorative football along with like the 350 dollars gift card and all the other stuff but a commemorative football would be that's cool not, yeah that's not a bad something gift. to always have you know yeah you can frame you know put that put in it like in your little, office put it in a shadow box yeah my office one day i want to have an office here i want to have an office i don't have an office i've been here longer <laughs> than all y'all <laughs> you know what we should ask for for christmas an office an office can i get an office all right let's take a break we'll come back and wrap up today's edition of pirate radio live hopefully you get a lot of swag under your tree 
this holiday season. We'll we got do- swag in that chest. Yes, we do. And more to give away on Thursday and Wednesday and Friday. Don't know why I did that out of order. We're back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Taking a quick look at your Bucks scoreboard. A couple of uh, college basketball games of note. North Carolina hosts uh, Furman at 7 o'clock. South Carolina State is at Duke for an 8 o'clock tip-off. Number 14, Houston, will host Louisiana at 8. And number 6, Alabama, is at Memphis for a 9 o'clock tip-off. And that is a look at your Buc- uh, Buccaneer scoreboard. Enjoy some holiday cheer this month at the Buccaneer Music Hall. The Buck is open seven days a week. And is your place for live music every night on Saturday, uh, December 5th, uh, 25th, after Christmas. The Buck will be open with a special show featuring the Eli Craig Band. And make your plans now to ring in the new year with Mikhail Buck and Cooper Greer for their spectacular New Year's Eve extravaganza. The Buccaneer Music Hall is your beacon of music in the land of the Pirates in Eastern North Carolina, and you can follow the Buck on social media for the latest news and updates. Now, let's head back to the show. Here's Clip. All righty. Trivia question before we get out of here. Furman taking on North Carolina tonight. Who was the voice of the Furman Paladins back in the early 80s? Ooh, I know. CJ. (laughs) He's the only one without his hand raised. Uh, Who is it? Jeff Charles. Jeff Charles. They used to paint it purple. What a shot, Jeffrey. With the cool, purple, neat story. purple paladins of Furman. All right. Fun show today. Thank you all for tuning in, chiming in, calling in, being a winner. Congrats to Jay and Kevin. Thank you to Shirley Rhodes, CJ Schaefer, and Chandler Honeycutt. We will be back with you Wednesday, 3 o'clock on Pirate Radio Live. Mike Houston joins us. Also, Stephen Igo, Cy Seymour, the voice Jeff Charles. Huge Wednesday show on tap and we'll make you a winner open up the treasure chest again have a great rest of your tuesday see you wednesday at three so long everybody thanks for listening to pirate radio live an exclusive presentation of the voice of the pirate nation